Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This is Sheffield Live. On your birthday. Congratulations. Congratulations to us. It's our birthday. Oh. Well, it was actually last week, but we're doing it this week, aren't we? <laughs> yeah, let's uh, let's fudge over that bit. Um, welcome to the Squeak, Sheffield Live ninety three point two FM. James Hargreaves, Luke Crofts, and Danny Pietnik's here with us today. I am. Thanks for having me. Oh, thanks for coming. Sorry we were late. How many years? Bir- <laughs> how many years uh, anniversary? Well, birthday? Is Literally it one. Oh, oh, do you mean the show? It's the show, not the actual station. Oh no, the station's been here far too long. Right. Okay, sure. <laughs> I never, I never really had any money, but yeah. So um, yeah, thanks for coming along, Dan. Um, no, it's a, it's a pleasure. The pleasure's all ours, really. Well, I'm just uh, glad I can be here. You're going to play some tunes. I am going to play some tunes. Yes. Uh, Talk some partridge. Well, all, as always. Not not <laughs> planned, but just will happen. Maybe some other poultry as well, if you like it. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh dear. No, thanks for coming in. So, uh, James, hello. Hello. It's, it's a year. It's more than a year. It is a year. A whole year. Well, last week was a year, but last we week, a, yeah, last yeah, week was. We've got the extension this week. Yeah. So, so we're here um, until later on. It's going to be, be an interesting yeah. uh, ride. So, so when you normally listen to us for an hour and think, "Thank God that's finished," it's going to be on for four hours today. Oh, it's actually on for four. Yeah, we're we're going to go away. Oh right, I see, I see, and it just all oh, right. Okay. And Faith Shaughnessy, Shaggers oh, right. is going to be here. Right. Oh, cool. Well, I bet you, I'm sure you've got a lot in store for the. Uh, yeah, you'd think. The, the you'd hungry, think. The hungry <laughs> listeners of Sheffield Live. Pre- preparation's yeah. not a strong point here. <laughs> yeah, but I sometimes think that creates more of a sort of eclectic dynamic when you you're not as prepared. Exactly. Yeah. So, do you remember the preparation we used to do on soundbites, Dan? I do. Yeah, it was uh, thorough. <laughs> when, you, when you say when you say thorough, you mean non-existent. It's well, funny actually. You should mention soundbites. I, I was discussing soundbites earlier and some of the, the dives that we had in. <laughs> oh, this is when you used to go out we, after the yeah, show, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. So for the for the listeners that don't care, um, me, Danny, John Hemingham, and Dale Fev used to do a show called Soundbites, which was a, a, basically a mishmash of music, whatever was in John Hemingham's glove box it was sort of a sort of like budget eatery it was yeah um, and then after the show yeah after the show we'd go and uh, we'd go and sample some of Sheffield's best eating delights clever and, title uh, uh, what was it so- sound bites oh sound bites title yeah that was uh, yeah I wanted the, I, th- I think I'd pick the lunch hour and then you suggested sound bites yeah because I think you remember I remember you saying you wanted something a little bit like snappier and thought, you know, pun, puns are my fault. There's a similar story with this show where, where Luke suggested. But basically, I'm yeah. crap at names. Luke, Luke suggested the uh, Weekend Digest. No, no, no. It was, it was, no. It was Sunday Digest. All oh, right, right. No, oh, that makes all the difference. It's still, it's equally as terrible, but to get, be accurate, you know. Um, yeah, it's terrible. And um, we were doing the show, and we, we basically, one week, just did an extra hour and went, oh, yeah, should we just do this every week? And then uh, you went, oh, well, I, I really like sound bites. And I remember saying, well, you would, because it was your idea. <laughs> and that's, that's what stuck. So, yeah, we used to go and eat in some of um, 
Sheffield's best and worst restaurants in so Sheffield. So when you say you went to some dives, what was the worst? Well, well, that was the thing, because eventually we ran out of places to go. Can I just say, actually, it's a bit, un- it. bit uncanny, because we we went... I remember one week we went to the Rutland... Is it the Rutland Arms? Yeah, it and is. I plan on going there today. Well, so it's sort of strange that you should mention sound bites. I, uh, I remember... Because John used to bring the car, and he'd park across the road at the hubs, yeah. and he didn't like going anywhere else. Because he'd have to then <laughs> drive and pay parking. No, he was a bit, a bit of faff. Yeah, yeah. So John's his car was also basically a tank. Yeah. yeah. So no, knowing John, he's probably still got that same car. Is that no, he Mercedes? has. He has. It's the classic, uh, classic Mercedes. Yeah. Um, that sound. I mean, some of the tunes he used to have in that car, just it, bordering on the surreal. <laughs> <laughs> From what I can remember, this is the man that is like the head of the uh, Wednesday Cop Band and the England, England the England. Yeah, band. I've got yeah. mixed feelings about like that. Pucker Pies and the Sun. Yes, yes, all the um, quality establishments. Yep. Although uh, they, they can I just say I like John Hemingham. I yeah, like I do him. too. But you know, <laughs> yeah, like John, if you're listening, which you're few, not, few extracurricular activities this, these days for the uh, the old Wednesday Band. From really. What? Well, I think don't they go? Don't they like follow Leeds Rhinos? Yeah, they do. And Leeds Rhinos, yeah. Boxing and yeah, yeah. All the all the but money when you're sponsored by Pucker Pies. <laughs> all, all the money makers. I mean, you've got to make a living, haven't they? Yeah, well, John has anyway. Yeah. That, that's the argument. A lot of Wednesday fans resent them going to play for Leeds Rhinos and stuff like that. But yeah, they get but, uh, they get some stick on the old yeah, Twitter. They don't get any money from Wednesday. They do it because they're Wednesday fans. Yes, but they do. Leeds Rhinos actually give them some money for it. Can I just say I don't actually resent them going to support Leeds Rhinos. I just resent them. I resent the band and the noise they make. Well, that yeah, that's uh, another. It's how depressing is it? This. Come on, England. You almost just makes you feel sorry for England. Yeah. Uh, put us out of misery. It does come across on telly like kazoos as well, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, it does, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, John. Yeah, we, we still love you, John. Don't take it personally, you know, it's just that... John, don't throw the Dex's Midnight Runner CD away. Yeah. Don't, John. Because no. that was what we built soundbouts around. Yeah, we still and love we you, John, my, but we leave the my... trumpet at home. It's we're... it's not a trumpet. He used to he used to pull me up on that. It's a um, bugle. Bugle. Thank yep. you. Yes. Yes. Every week. It's a bugle, Crofty. It's a bugle. <laughs> we admire his love of brass, but at the same time, you know, sometimes it's just time to call it a day. Not that he should now, but maybe he should take a long hard think. <laughs> well, just going back to the, to the uh, the food, John John was always a big advocate for going to the showroom cafe because it was next door. Just been, yeah. Uh, and I seem to remember it snowed that week, so we were well. John's like, well, we'll just go somewhere local. And um, during the duration of our eating trip, John just played the piano constantly. All right, despite you know. Oh yeah, I remember. Yeah. I remember. Yeah, we the, we couldn't play, do the show that week, could we? Because the snow were just too there was just too much snow basically. Yeah, we couldn't get in, yeah, so we went to the no, showroom. There was no one around. Yeah, that yeah. was surreal. That was a strange day. Well, it was because the staff specifically said, "Don't, don't do it. We, don't know, do it. We, don't we go actually, on the piano." I don't know why. But I, and John, John, but I just, meant more the fact that we all turned up because the snow was pretty thick from like waking. Yeah. Or did it? You did. You did well because I get the tram in. John drives, and you you have to get. Yeah, I think I got the train I don't know or something. I got the train. Yeah, it might have yeah. been still running, but it got progressively worse. I were actually thinking that day, oh, "Am I going to get home?" Sort of thing. Yeah, but no, <laughs> John defied day. the wishes of the owners and 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 played the piano. He did, yes, uh, but they didn't put up too much fuss. I mean, they could have got some sort of hefty security guard to usher him out. 
they didn't resort to that. John probably would have just made it, John probably would have just made him laugh and, and just got round it. Um, probably just thankfully didn't have it, his bugle. It's just uh, it's oh, worth noting. It's you know, worth noting that that piano is no longer in that cafe. I wonder if they put you know they thought well we don't want that again. He might come back. We'll get rid of it. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, severe steps, but you know John Hemingham, worldwide businessman and all round musician. Well. But it's not about him, it's about us. <laughs> it so is. What, what we're going to be doing today, well, thanks for asking, Dan. Forget it. We're going to be playing, uh, we're going to be playing our picks of the year, basically, aren't we? So, yes. Um, I've picked my top five, you've picked the dregs. Um, <laughs> no, we've I'm had right, lots of... I'm right lo- in thinking songs. When you say your picks of the year, are you just talking just in general, just things? No, songs. All oh, right, songs, okay. Yeah, yeah. I weren't quite sure, because, you, you know, you weren't very specific. You could have been talking your um, favourite... I, thought, I, I just thought oh, it was a given, to be honest. But sor- sorry, it's all right. Yeah, music, Dan. Music. Okay. Tracks. <laughs> Tracks. <laughs> and uh, we've had tweets in today. You know, offering us you know many congratulations and well wishes. All three. Yeah, Carl. Uh, Carl Maloney is not one of them. Um, Paul Fletcher is, and he's got the ultimate wake up song coming up later. Pardon my ignorance. Who was Paul Fletcher? So Paul Fletcher is um, a musician. Right. Okay. Uh, that we've had on before, and. Uh, I seem to remember him doing more songs than you, so you've got some competition, oh, Dan. Right. Yeah, yeah. Well, less I mean, songs good about on, good on Paul Fletcher. Less songs about cats as well, I have to say. Well, it's but that was not good in, you in, say, in my view. You say less songs. I ain't got like an anthology of songs about cats. <laughs> There's one song. Yeah. yeah. Well, he did no songs. And right, even so, that, you did. Uh, you did more. Even that cat's expired now. So yeah. <laughs> I, I I still feel silly about not realising that it was a song about a cat. Well, it's not until you really examine the lyrics thoroughly that you start to get that idea. So mm. I, I, I can't blame you. And in some ways, I was sort of glad. I mean, it's not something I advertise, you know, <laughs> about that particular song. Oh, yeah. This, no, it is. Here you are, everybody. Cheer up. This is a song Stop about lying. dead cat. Stop lying. lying. I went to see you at Frog and Parrot. He went, this is about a dead cat. And that's because you were there. I actually, no, I didn't. I said, if anyone's been to a veterinary clinic, they can, they can relate, which is a bit different. Bit of a, you know, bit of a side. <laughs> that that does make all the difference. It does. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Fair enough. I could have been talking about a greyhound, or you know, even some form of Labrador. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. There are other breeds of dog available. Yeah, other breeds of dog are available, and potentially not dead. Shall we have the first song of the day, James? Shall it's one of yours. It's Connor Houston. No, it's not. It is. No, it's not. <laughs> but the dr- unless you've mixed this up again. No, the drumming is very similar. Um, and if you remember, Dan, when you guested, I actually played this twice because I liked it that much. Yes, I do remember that. Yeah. yeah. Slash made a mistake. So this is taste like funk. Indeed. You listen to Sheffield Live ninety three point two FM. It's the Squeak. We're here all day, unfortunately.
Tastes like funk. Luke's broken things again. Wow. It's amazing how many times I forget to um, to do that, yeah, which well. the listeners won't know or care about. Yeah. It's like, why doesn't it work? But we're on now. Yeah. So that was Taste Like Funk. I set the sea on fire. Yes. Mm. One of my picks. One of your picks. Because so uh, I, I don't know, by the way, how have we ordered the, the tracks? Have you just done it by five and then your five? Uh, our tracks have actually alternated, so oh, that good. one was yours, next one I was going to say, because otherwise yeah. your five are going to be not as good as mine, because I had the first choice. Yeah. Well, it's a personal opinion, really. Indeed. James, I can't help but notice uh-huh. um, you have a Doctor Who-themed T-shirt on. It is. My brother would uh, be... Yes, he was. One, uh, one of many Doctor Who-themed T-shirts I have. Yeah? Yeah. You, you, you a fan? Yeah, it's... It's just one of those things that I watched as a kid, and then when it came back, I was like, "Oh yeah, yeah, I can yeah. get into this." Yeah, it's been a bit uh, up and down. It in has, the last yeah. few years. I mean, I saw a trailer for the Christmas special. Yeah, there was some sort of superhero thing going on, which I'm not too sure about, but who knows? I I, I think it went downhill when Russell T Davies left and Stephen Moffat took over because I was I was not. His biggest fan. Yeah, I think Stephen Moffat did sort of try and be a bit darker with it. Yeah, it? well, I felt like the writing did suffer. Maybe a, it, I don't it, know. I'm, I'm I'm very much on the fence. He did write some episodes when Russell T Davies was head writer, but that was fine. But then when he took over, it was all it, the theme changed. I mean, what do you think, James? I, I, I think, do. I think like, you were more a fan of the darker, weren't you? Yeah, I do like um, Stephen Moffat and his writing. Generally, he's obviously great in Sherlock and Jekyll was brilliant beforehand, and all the other stuff he's done before. Um, it just kind of folds in on himself a bit and tries to be a bit too clever. And it, it's yeah, I didn't like it. Yeah, just just make it simple. That first first series with Matt Smith as a doctor, that first episode of Matt Smith was just awesome, and the first that series five or whatever it is of the new lot, uh, that was really good. And then it kind do, of went. Do a you bit know what more. the real series number is? Are you one of them fans? Not quite, no. It's, it's definitely over the 50s now, I think. Yeah, because, you know, core core Doctor Who fans will know that, obviously, a break does not mean that it starts from season one. So yeah. they'll be like, well, it's it, going to be season 62 when it's season five. The way I see it, it's like it's in the same universe and it's the same canon, but it's like it's, it's still a reboot. Uh, yeah. So that's mm. why they've took licence to say, oh, yeah, this is now series one. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah I mean... It's a debate that needs to be had. But if you think about the format but as not well, now. I mean, I don't want the, yeah, obviously we don't want this to turn into like the Doctor Who <laughs> I, I could go all day. But also yeah. they changed the format. You used to get Doctor Who that'd be like a six party, you get one part every week airing. Whereas now it's sort of like the entire story is crammed into one episode, which obviously makes minutes. the story, yeah. the yeah. writing a bit different. But anyway. Yeah. Um, so yeah, nice t-shirt, James. Thanks. 
that the listeners can't see. It's a long way around <laughs> complimenting you that for your t-shirt, but we yeah, got we got there. We've we got, got there. We've got three hours. Um, you two could have made the effort. <laughs> <laughs> I resent that. I like your shirt, by the way, Dan. Nice check. Thank you. Yeah. I, I've ventured into the check shirt world. It's back it's, in back in fashion, isn't it? The lumber, well, lumberjack thing. You say that, yeah. You say that because we went to Queens uh, in Hillsborough, and James James went interesting shirt. Right, what, to you? Yeah. Oh, I was like, well, it's... Uh, no, not this one, the checked one I was yeah, wearing. Oh, right, to yours. I see, I see, right, okay, yeah. yeah. I was like, thanks. Oh, do, you think, do you think the check still uh, receives a touch of uh, negativity? By, Only by from some? me. It's the lumberjack <laughs> element. It, it's because they think we're outlaws, so they're a bit cautious. Yeah. Check, who do they think he is? Well, Westworld's in fashion. Close the banks. Yeah. Just going to say Westworld, oh, Westworld's yeah. brilliant. We were talking about Westworld last night. It's um, it's It's good, but it's different from the film. Uh, well, I've never, in my ignorance, I've never seen the original film. It's but good. I'm really it's enjoying good. the watch TV it. series. I will. It's, it's something I want to go back and watch. Well, I'd, I'd watch. I'd wait till the series is finished because if you watch the film, it's gonna. Is it gonna ruin things? Is it gonna sort of spoil? No, it? it'll just. I, I made the mistake of doing it, and it'll just I confuse kind of got you. Confused. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, yeah I, I think. I think uh, that's some worthy advice. Then I yeah. will continue to watch the series and then. Uh, Watch the film after. How far into it are you, Luke? Because you were only on like episode two or something last time. Um, oh, I've stormed along to episode three now. Oh, well, yeah. Okay. Well, I've, I've got theories, but I can't even talk. I might spoil it. For the you. thing is, I'm watching it with our good friend Faith Shaughnessy, who's on later on. Um, so I can't. Because the last time it was a disaster, we said, oh, well, what's 24? And she went, well, it's 24 episodes. I can't wait until you come round every week to watch one episode. So I said, right, well, I'll watch some and then we'll catch each other up. And I watched the entire. Eight series, <laughs> and Faith was still on episode two. What of twenty four? She didn't give it the same level of commitment that I did. Basically, oh dear, yeah, wow. Yeah. That's with the uh, Keith Sutherland, right? Mm. Yeah, and he's in a new one, doesn't he? At Survivor, which is fantastic as well. I've only seen a couple of them, and then I've never, I've never yeah. watched twenty four. I've, I've seen five. Of I've the always new intended one. to watch twenty four, but then I always thought I'd be, I think I've been a bit sort of daunted by the prospect yeah. of that many a, seasons. It's though. a big commitment because he's eight. Yeah. Well, there's nine now, and, and, a, and a movie. There's a, there's a new series coming as well, without Keith Sutherland. Legacy, yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, Dan, tell us about you, because you've been on for 20 minutes now, and we've not really acknowledged who you are. What do you want to know? Uh, tell us what you're doing musically. You know you've been doing uh, gigs well, for uh, Rate Good Music. Yes. Formerly, I, I Carl have. Maloney Presents. Is that, is that Carl Maloney's thing, Rate it's, Good Music? It's his, it's his latest logo, yeah. Rate good I thought music. it was just Carl Maloney, Maloney presents because it's sort of tied in with Rate Good Music. It's changed it. He's just changed. It's just just changed it. Well, it's yeah. like if you called yourself Brian, he's called Carl Maloney presents Rate Good Music. Right. <laughs> well, my experiences with Carl Maloney, Rate Good Music have been mixed. I I enjoyed the gig at the Frog, Frog and Parrot. Right. They were fantastic. Don't be too honest. Because the last time no, you do, were really honest do. about Green Room and especially about Carmeloni, you slagged No, no, I love I, I love Carmeloni. He's great. He's a great guy and he's a good promoter as well. And he's and he. You know what I like about Carl is he actually turns up to the gigs to watch his acts. Yeah, he absolutely. does. A lot of promoters don't, and that yes. annoys me. But he's always there. And he's to make sure as everyone. He makes sure everyone's all right, and he does occasional bit of impromptu interview as well, which is good. Mm-hmm. Um, when I played that gig at Washington, though, it was bizarre. Like, I don't know if it's just the Washington as a venue. I, I think it's the room. Yeah, it's a strange little uh, venue, isn't it? It's really, like, compact. Whereas yeah. I thought Green Room, like... I'm sorry, not Green Room. I thought Frog and Parrot the other night. I really enjoyed playing there. I really enjoyed the sound. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's... 
It's a, it's a good venue, good little venue, Frog and Parrot, actually. I think what's good about the Frog and Parrot is it's on two levels, so the audience is sort of looking... Yeah, yeah. It's like tiered, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. yeah. So that, that where the artist's playing... Like a sort of small coliseum, but with no bloodshed. <laughs> Just songs. I don't know, I've, I've seen it get close to bloodshed in there as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's a good venue. I think it's... Because he does the Mulberry, he does the Washington and the Frog and Parrot. I think the Frog and Parrot is the best venue because the, the, the artist is the focal point. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I've, I've played quite a, a selection of uh, venues around Sheffield now. I played, uh, especially over tram lines, I played at the Bath Hotel. All right. Oh, I really yeah. enjoyed yeah. it in there. Great, uh, again, great sound. The people in there really seem to be up for like, watching live music as well. They're very warm. And, you know, really, it seemed really interested. So, that, Do you often that get that where people just sit and talk over yes. the acoustic act? Yes, a lot. How annoying is that? M- most gigs, I'd say, you get. Yeah, because I... Especially, you know, I played at Made Avail not so long ago. and mm, uh, I went to that one. No, I, no since then. Oh, I played, since I played then, a second right. one at Made Avail and um, an indie band were headlining. Uh, and it's all right for them because they've got amps and stuff and you, know, yeah. you can make a noise. But I went on before and it was literally, I might as well have been a hologram. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It was like just just totally talking over you. They could see through you. Well, I suppose in some ways they didn't see me at all. It must That's have been maybe a, a ghost. It must have been a hard light hologram, like uh, like Rimmer when he lost the H. <laughs> what, what do you what do you put that down to? Do you think it's because they mix indie bands with acoustic acts? Do you think they should put? No, I don't think it's their fault at all. I think at the end of the day, they've got to find acts to fill uh, their gigs. It's it's more like it's more. An audience, it's more this culture of, you know, especially when it's, it was on a Friday night as well. And I think there's a cult, on a Friday night, people are going out to have a good time. Yeah. Not, they, you know, you can't really blame the audience in a, in a sense because... So they want a good time, not an acoustic act. Well, I it's it's a strange one, isn't it? You know what I mean? It's like you, you yeah. play at a venue and, you know, you've got to put acts on. I'm grateful to get the opportunity to play there. But at the same time, there's going to be the people who are there, who are there just on a night out and they're not particularly interested in like watching someone play acoustic songs for 25 minutes fair enough you know it's not everyone's bag mm-hmm. i get that yeah so yeah that was that you know playing uh gigs like made available at the weekend has been a bit of a strange one but your midweek gigs or your early week gigs like you know like i said frog and parrots you know it were brilliant i really enjoyed that so yeah. you just get different experiences everywhere you go so what are you going to play for us today have you got any new stuff i have i am going to play you a new track yeah um that i that I've just recently penned. So I played that Frog and Parrot as well. So I'll be playing that along with some more established tracks that you're probably aware of. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I'm aware of them all. I know who you are. You've got, have you still got your CD? Yeah. Yeah. He's still stalking you. That's uh, that's scary, actually. He's got the tracks on there that I, I wish I didn't have to put my name to. But <laughs> <laughs> Tell us about that later. What are you going to play first, Dan? Um, I'm going to start off, I think, with uh, the new one. Um, it's called Outside the Storm Howled. Take it away. Okay. So let's get into position. <laughs> Seamless. Did I always seem to focus on the past? I bottled emptiness and poured it way too fast 
And you can try to make the best of what you have I was in, she was out, she was free I was in, she was out, she was free And could I look inside myself and see the truth Like a lace that seems to work itself on loose And I can see you from the corner of my eye I was in, she was out, she was free I was in, she was out, she was free good can come from this I'm trapped inside these lies And I never took the blame I ran away I hide Like a lace that seems to work itself on loose And you can try to make the best of what you have I was in, she was out, she was free I was in, she was out, she was free Cheers, Dan. Thank you. Cheers. So, is that is that a relatively new one then? Because you didn't. It's quite you, new. Yeah, I mean, I, I penned it a, pr- a couple of weeks ago. Like, I've had the I've had the core structure for a while and stuff, but I sort of finished it off like uh, quite recently. But because you didn't yeah. play that at, uh, at, I did. Yeah, at Frog and Parrot. <laughs> Shows how attentively you were listening. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> no, I did play it. Yeah, but it was. Um, God, of, <laughs> it's all right. Don't worry. Uh, I, I genuinely, th- I, I, I've never heard that my, in my life. All my songs clearly merge into one sort of miserable noise, so it's <laughs> fine. <laughs> Your words, oh. not mine. I was, was going to say, don't, don't quote that, please. <laughs> no, I like that one. No, thank you. I genuinely don't remember hearing that at Frog and Parrot. Maybe it was just the the ambience of the night, you know. With do you know? Do you know what I think it was? I think it was because Carl just kept waving at me. Right, all all through the night, and just you know literally. What? I mean, waving. he does have a very distracting wave. I've been I've been on the end of that myself, and uh, so you know, I totally sympathise with you. Would you Would you say it's hypnotic, Dan? Uh, I'd say it, on on the waving scale. I remember I was tr- once trying to make a deposit in HSBC, and he was waving from <laughs> outside. I almost drew out forty pounds unnecessarily. <laughs> so, I, like I say, I know where you're coming from. <sighs> <laughs> I was out with Carl. Well, Carl met me late on on Friday night. Oh, okay, he didn't wave to me. <laughs> he did do a little wave. Then he walked right in and planted a kiss right on my lips as he walked oh, in. Bless him. That's yeah. Which you know, I'm an irresistible guy, so that's. that's it's the beard. Right. It's the beard that yeah. does it. You know, it's getting a bit long and struggling on the beard now yeah. and the hair. Yeah. So. To be fair, if you put Danny's shirt on with you and your beard, yeah. you'd, you'd be full full lumberjack yes. mode. Yeah, I could be Canadian. Well, 
wouldn't go that far. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, what are you doing EP-wise, Dan? Uh, know you... Absolutely nothing. Good question to uh, ask no, in that case. No, let me explain myself. It's because I feel it right. Um, yeah, I, I do want to work on, you know, getting something potentially released in the future, but I just, at the moment, I'm so into just writing, and I want to write to a point where I've got maybe like, you know, 40, maybe like even 50 songs just to play with and pick. Do you know what I mean? Rather than thinking, oh, I've wrote 10, that'll do. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, I've wrote five. So just, I mean, at the moment, I'm yeah. just in the process of just trying to write as much as possible. Um, that that's my motivation at the moment. I've not, I'm not, I've not got anything planned to release or anything like that. I've got some tracks on SoundCloud and stuff, you know, but I've not got anything. I know it sounds to listeners, this sounds like a, it's a bit of a cop out, and that you know I should probably get get something recorded. But I just feel that if I give it, you know, another few months or something, really come up with a good strong body of work. Till I'm ready, and then I'll think, right, it's time to invest to make and in, in doing another recording. I think that's commendable, to be honest. Yeah, it's better than just churning it's out exactly the right. first thing that comes up. It's well, that's yeah, nice. yeah, yeah, yeah. Not a lot of people have got the same mindset. Um, no, because I think there's always that temptation, you know, as an artist or a band or anything, to think, oh, we need to get something on CD, or we need to get an EP, oh, we need to release an EP. There's this romantic sort of notion of let's get an EP, really. But I think, yeah, I, I think it's better. I mean, the 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 product, you know, the quality of your songs is, to me, I just think it's more important to get that material down first, yeah. Mm. I, don't, I don't know if anyone can hear you, to be honest. Really? Because your microphone keeps just dropping out. Could that have been happening since the start? <laughs> well, hopefully not, because <laughs> otherwise me and James have been talking to no one. And you've also got about three minutes of dead air when I played that song. Hopefully not, hopefully things... And, and we all know that dead air is a, a crime. crime. <laughs> um... <laughs> Oh, Dave Clifton's just happened. <laughs> Check the small print in your comb. Is there anything you'd like me to do for the, with the microphone in order to make no, it work? No, no. It's we're... just rubbish. Right, okay. Um, but Hopefully I'll still... Part of me might be ghosting into James's Yeah, pretty, so, pretty much. So if that's the case, then at least there's a bit of a backup there. Yeah. There's just a very faint Danny Pietnik in the background. <laughs> <laughs> He's the quietest guest we've ever had. <laughs> He's a little mouse. So, yeah. Um, like, anyway, like I was saying, we've... Uh, <laughs> With with that, I, I will you know I will get something recorded eventually, but I just like to build well, up a big body of. Work. I was just going to say, don't bother because just podcast it later, cut our voices <laughs> out, and then you've got you've got your track. Yeah, well, yeah. there you go, sorted. Don't spend e- any money. Expertly mixed and mastered. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. My, no by me. Spurt, spared on these. What are they? SM, they're not even SM58. No, they? I don't know. They are the, the Behringer XM18. See, I, th- I, th- an S. I thought Behringer... Cutting edge technology. Yeah. I thought Behringer was a champagne. Uh, isn't that Bollinger? Yes. Whatever. <laughs> I wouldn't have put it down as a, you know, premium microphone brand. I think with it? your back... Oh, in fact, I'll not talk about your background in um, BWS. <laughs> Are we going Asda mode? <laughs> no, I, would, I was thinking more... Uh, oh, God. More uh, Diageo. Oh, Diageo, yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Used to work for anyway, Diageo, but... I'd, works uh, work. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I'm not looking forward to going back to work, to be honest. just want to get pissed again. Anyway, should we have another song? Sure. What's the next one, James? It's next track one. two on the CD. We, we were in danger of not having any female artists represented oh, when, no. when we had the list. So you, you picked your songs, then Faith picked a, a bunch of songs for later. Right. And so I thought I'd just pick out one of the best female-fronted bands that we've had on, so Desperate Journalist. Ah, Desperate Journalist, yeah. yeah. Oh. And that's what it's called. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, you listen to The Squeak on 93.2 FM. Tweet us in, we are at The Squeak. This is Desperate Journalist.
You need to do the buttons again. There you go. <laughs> that was desperate journalist. Oh, so, oh, yes. Yeah, we've. Uh, so this is basically if you've just tuned in, we're doing three hours. Um, some of you might not have tuned in because we're not normally on till two, but we're here now. Um, but yeah, we've basically just picked our our top picks of the year. So if you've not been played, um, sorry. <laughs> There's still plenty of chance. Could yeah. could be coming up. That that was a segue. Um, a bad one. Uh, s- send us your send us your tracks in. Yeah. Well, still, when <laughs> it, when it says segue, doesn't mean the automated scooters that you see people riding around between two things. Yeah, your mic is. <laughs> Has it gone? It's probably it gone broken. Totally yeah. gone? Right. It's going to cause problems because you need to you need to be heard. I do, ideally, in an ideal word, world. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so if you if you are as I mean, Dan, you've done it. Well, you haven't. I just I just played what I'd already got. But if you're a part of a band or you're you're a musician that want to get your music played, send it as in. We're at the tweak at the tweak at the squeak on Twitter. <laughs> Facebook.com slash the squeak, or you can uh, you can send it to dj1.co.uk uh, through the uploader, can't you? Yes, you can. Um, are you st- are you still drunk? Do you do you need more beer? Is this what's happening? Oh, I, d- I just I don't know. Right. I, th- I think we were if we we hadn't been running late, we probably would have brought some, wouldn't we? Yes, yeah. And then I would have been. We did have the idea of bringing some beers with us, um, but yeah, we you decided that. Uh, you were going out until four o'clock this morning. Well, I didn't. didn't I didn't. I, I was going to be back at a reasonable time, and it just didn't happen. But you know, you can't plan your life around things like radio shows. No. Why? Why would you? It's, it's only <laughs> every Sunday. Um. So yeah. Speaking of bands and artists, uh, how many different bands do you think we played in the last year? Oh, that's a good one. Um. Ooh. 127. That's very, very close. Is it? Dan, what do you think? Well, how many bands you've played in the last well, year? Well, he's just said it's very close, so I'd go around I, 127. I think, I think you've probably played about 94. I'm guessing I'm closer. You are closer. How many is it? 135. Really? That's yeah. not that's not far off, is it? So, so we've represented 135 different bands or artists on this show in the last year. Wowza. That's uh, impressive. With uh, a total of 234 tracks, because there's been some repetition. Yeah, well, th- that's the thing. People don't send... You know, b- bands are trying to get themselves out there, and then they don't send the stuff in. So, it could have been more. Bands are generally lazy. Yeah. That's, that's it, a given. Yeah, yeah. What do you think the most played band is out of everyone? The most played band? Yeah, the band that we've played the most. I would say it's between... Um, October Drift in the Slow Readers Club. Very close. <laughs> it is actually the Slow Readers Club. Slow Readers Club, yeah. thank you. My my personal favourite of all the bands. But, you know, you've got to be impartial, so I like them all equally. So what do you think is the most played song? Uh, oh. how, Out of everyone. How how have you compiled this, by the way? Have you just spent I've, all day looking back? I've just been back? a bit geeky about this. this <laughs> okay, we've got that out of the way. I would say the most played song is probably I Saw a Ghost. It's not. Is it Plant the Seed? It's not. It's not even Slow Readers. Oh. Oh, um, uh, four authors and um, I see you when I close my eyes. Yes. Yes! You. Yeah. Wow. Oh, it took you three attempts. I'm not competitive <laughs> in any way. Uh, yeah, you know, I, I, that's probably because when you were away, I just I just had one CD that I played. Yeah. And it had got that on it. Yeah. 
I like four authors from Barnsley. I'm guessing uh, your other, your better half, Dan, is from Barnsley. Ooh, well, judging on the it's accent, not exactly Barnsley. Oyland. No. Hmm. <laughs> Birdwell. No. I don't know. She's, just she's in a bit of a, a strange area, uh, Bolton on Dern, which is sort of oh. like in the middle of like a few different areas. Is it <laughs> yeah, it's sort of in between. It's in between. Yeah, it's in between. Um, Rachel Johnson lives in Bolton upon Dern. She does. Our old yes, admin manager yeah. from Asda Chapel Town. Yeah, definitely worth <laughs> a mention. Great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's it's a lovely place. It, I, I've really warmed to it. I know it's not. I'm being kind. She's shaking her head in the background. <laughs> yeah. that, that girl's just had a shout out on the radio, and she probably doesn't even know it. And she probably doesn't Lesser. care. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I like Rachel. She's all right. I fell out with her once, but we made up. <laughs> well, it, it probably wasn't personal. Probably just some work-related matter. Yeah, retail's you know high intense. Is detail. <laughs> <laughs> oh. That was that was a bad one. My favourite was Teamwork Makes the Dream Work. Chris Atkinson. Arse. Are you going to play another song, Dan? Yeah, I'd love to. Yeah. I'll, uh, this is, I'll play a more, a more established one. Um... In fact, no, I won't. I'll play another one that you probably haven't heard. <laughs> well, I don't know. Did you play it at Frog and Parrot? And I just no, listening? I didn't play it at the Frog and Parrot. Right. Um, it, oh, the only trouble with this song is it doesn't have a title. Uh, <laughs> of course, it doesn't. We can make one right now if you want. We'll call it. I'll like, tell you what. Should me and should me and James title it? Yeah, for I you? love that because I, it's putting. You know, it's really doing me head in. You're going to regret listen it, to the song. But, but do you do listen it, yeah. to the song? We, then we'll we'll name it after. This is this is an all. This is a world first, James. We're going to name a song on the radio live. This. This, this is this, gra- this make, is groundbreaking. This could make this, or break your career. It's groundbreaking. I tell you what, it's been uh, it's it got so annoying. I actually at one point I was uh, I referred to it as that song that Paul liked because I had a friend called Paul who expressed uh, um, that he liked it. Do you, you know what? I really you had a friend called what, did, well, it's, did you well, it's complicated. It? It's complicated. Right. But um uh, <laughs> yeah, basically so yeah. I've I've been really it's caused me a lot of anxiety this. I just cannot think of a title for it. So if you could, then you'd be doing me a massive you know, favour. Yeah. I'd love to say that it's never happened before, but I don't know. But just play it and then we'll just give it a name. Okay, I shall. I'll, could be anything. Could be curtains for all we know. Who knows? I'll I'll play it then. Go for all it. Right. I'm trying to work out what what Seam, seamless production is ever. Yeah. Trying to work out what cap what frat it capo we're on. I can never see where the light is from Broken down on the banks of love And she's calling out my name Play, play all these games I can see you spinning while the world stands still Nothing but a reflection in your heart Don't feel the same When she's calling out your name And your heart don't feel the same And she whispers in your ear All the words you long to change And she plays you like a toy And it's all part of the game And she carries you away Yeah, she carries you away (laughs) 
sing, sing me a song. Send me back to heaven where the demons live. Nothing in my perspective, and your eyes don't feel the same. Play, play all these games. I can see you spinning while the world stands still. Nothing in my reflection, and your heart don't feel the same. When your heart don't feel the same, and she carries you away. And she whispers in your ear all the words you long to change. And she plays you like a toy, and it's all part of the game. And she carries you away. Yeah, she carries you away. Right, so right. like that one, right. and I and I genuinely haven't heard that one before. Well, like, it's a relatively new one. Um, I have not. I didn't play it that last gig, so just thought I'd air it now. So, untitled song, James. Untitled song. What, what, listening to the lyrics and you know letting it absorb into your soul. Um, what do you think would be an apt name? Well, I think there's only really two candidates for me. The first one has to be <laughs> Paul's curtains. <laughs> <laughs> it's better than uh, other curtains, bovine curtains, bovine, bovine drapes. <laughs> yeah, bovine drapes. Um, or I think a nice, sensible title would be "Carried Away." <laughs> I like that. Subtle. Um, yeah. We've had, we've had a tweet flood in uh, from Ray Ray Vaj. Hi. Um, I think you should name it after the admin manager that Luke liked, disliked, and liked again. Lol. <laughs> Rachel Johnson. Mm, uh, <laughs> I, I admire his spirit for you know a valiant attempt to. Uh, Coming up with a song title, but I think for reasons that uh, I can't really express on the radio, that's probably not a good idea. All right, well, we'll talk about that off mic. Only, only it being someone's name, you know. Oh what right, I, mean? I uh, thought I thought you'd fell out with a. In oh a no, way no, not at all. I just, I just would try to protect the. Uh, well, let's just leave that. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I'm, 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 <laughs> um, that, so no. <laughs> simple. <laughs> okay, so it's off the short list. Is basically that's what off the short list. Yeah, I, I, I think we should have sort of basically. Made you aware that you you don't have a choice. I We're just really going to decide. I, I don't know. But right, we'll, but we'll we'll leave that one off in the interest of fairness. I quite um, carried away. I think that's quite nice. I and I did, quite it like sort of annoys me that I didn't what? think of that. Oh, there you go. You, uh, all, right, mine. all right, come on. What's yours? This, well, it's, it's not going to win anyway. Well, the part of the thing is not bother. Well, I think as the songwriter, I should probably be given the grace of being able to pick what I prefer. Yeah. Is that how it works? Uh, I don't know. Didn't really go into it, did we? Just, just an idea. Well, what we can do, we can Should listen to Luke's suggestion. That'd be great. Thank and, you, yeah. And as I've that, got one. We can also take suggestions from the people on Twitter. Yes. So, yeah. and, and then by the end of the show, you, you might have all of three suggestions. Well, probably two, because okay. Ray's already tweeted us in and we've, we've kiboshed it, unfortunately. <laughs> um, mine was Player. See that makes me think of that that sort of bar, the that, awful bar on West Street. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it it was it was in my mind as well, and I hate the place. But from the lyrics, I thought you know. Again, I'll, I'll admire I'll admire your uh, your creativity. 
but I am. I've got to say, I'm leaning more towards James's. Well, in the in, in the interest of uh, putting it to Twitter, let's not try and influence people no, too let's much. Not, let's not. No. So no. basically, Dan really likes James's. I do idea. like James's, yeah, because I think it's simple and it also identifies with the section of the song. But yeah. so does mine. So yeah, does mine, Dan. Yeah, but yours also does make me sound like you know I should be some sort of I yeah. should be wearing a fur coat <laughs> and then walking on Division Street and going into play a game what, like pool with Cruella Deville. Yeah, I meant more like you know one of the uh, you know one of the old, one of the, the hip hop lads, you know, with the with the. Is uh, that is that is that music it's terminology? Not stereotyping. That? I went straight down a, a road that I can't go out. <laughs> save me, quick, James. <laughs> save some. I was just thinking of players that bar on West Street. Yes, Appar- apparently it does really nice pizzas now. Oh which, God, which everywhere does pizza now, don't they? Do delivery, yeah, oh, pizza. Let's go out and have pizza. No, have it at home when you when you've had a few drinks. I had pizza yesterday. Drink responsibly, by the way. But still, yeah. Did, why go out and have pizza? I don't get it. Well, there's not wrong with going out for pizza. What's your problem? Well, it actually, ha- it has to be a superb pizza to make it worth it for going out. I tell you what, actually, I've got a bit of pizza on it. I've got time for this. Go yeah, for it. Go yeah, for it. I, I love going out Meg. to eat pizza. Yeah. Went oh, actually, no, you can't because your microphone doesn't work. Is it gone again? It's, back, you... it's back. It's now. back now. Okay. Back. I think it realizes when. I'm I, talking. Yeah, when I, when I'm thinking that I'm not going to agree with you, your microphone just pop, pops out randomly. It's great. Carry well, on. Strange. Well, no, I was just going to say, um, me and uh, Meg, we recently went to Prague. Oh right, and great uh, place. we had this. It well, we, we sort of hit and miss for us. Really? Yeah, yeah. We like. I liked parts of it, but there were things I didn't like about it. Okay. I thought it was sort of like a pretty black pool at times. <laughs> oh, yeah. such a place doesn't exist. Like, let me tell you. Well, you'd be st- go to Prague. You might change your mind. But anyway, <laughs> I digress. <laughs> so this one day we were absolutely starving. We'd been walking around for ages, and we were just thinking, oh, we need something to eat. Like, yeah, we need something to eat. So we 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 just we didn't know. It's like you you sit down in Prague for a meal for like a light lunch, and it's like, oh, that's full of menu. Oh. A pig's shoulder. Do you know what I mean? There's no, they don't really yeah. do light eating unless you go somewhere. So we thought, you know, after a bit, we we'll walk around. We think, let's just get some pizza or something. We're sick of this. So um, I hope not offending any <laughs> Czech, <laughs> Czech Republic people. You, you, you had me at pig shoulder. How's gone? <laughs> um, so yeah, we so we we sat down in this place and that like, we must have waited ten minutes. They didn't even come to like take us order or anything. So we thought, right, forget this. So we left that. And then we went to this other place. Uh, we ordered this couple of pizzas, and they came, and they were just sort of like really, like really watery, and the peppers were far too big. That's all. I, that's all I've got really to say about it. That's all I can say. But uh, it wasn't an experience that we savoured. Uh, do you know what I mean? Oh, did it leave a bad taste in your mouth? Uh, I mean, we we gone that we gone that far. You know, when you get so hungry that you like you don't really care anymore. It was like one of them. So we, you know, we ate it. But it after we were sort of walking away, and we, it, I don't want to say it spoiled our evening, but at the same time we were <laughs> thinking, ruin the holiday, you know, ruin the holiday completely. Well, also, Northern Ireland were playing uh, in an international match. It might have been a qualifier against them. So right. we're eating these right. soggy pizzas with, with the peppers too big, whilst getting sort of like. <laughs> That there's that sort of those chants, you know, those like that are filled with animosity. Yeah. So, as an environment to enjoy pizza, I mean, if the pizza were nice, you know, perhaps that would have been suppressed a little bit more. But I think overall, it was just an experience to forget that that particular occasion. Anyway. <laughs> I think we've lost Luke. He's <laughs> right. So, uh, soggy pizza <laughs> with peppers that are too big. <laughs> they, were far, they were far too big, weren't they? So, 
Oh, no, they, sorry. Chili. Yeah, they were pickled chilies. Sorry. I Pick, pickled chilies, okay. Is this still working, this one, yeah? <laughs> Is it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Right. Are all the days for Luke to do an anniversary special? I know, I know. Do you know what I mean? Just... <laughs> As soon as I woke up this morning and saw the first text from him, I thought, yeah, oh it's going to be, it's gonna be a long day. day. Oh, I'm actually crying. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've, never, I, I, I've found a new love for pizza now, even though it was terrible. But, you know, what, I, just part of you want to travel to Prague now, just to, have, oh, to experience that. I'm up for going to Prague. But, I love Prague. <laughs> oh, but, um, you know, that just underlines why you should never eat pizza out. And it costs a fortune. Maybe not so much in Prague, but just generally. But I'm in, just in, Pra in Prague's defence, we had another pizza. That's the thing. It was like one of those things that the actual cuisine in Prague, uh, like the, the actual like so, um, you know authentic cuisine, we didn't particularly find it something that we wanted to eat. So it's all we like did goulashes and stuff like yeah, that. Isn't yeah, it? and it's weird because we went to Krakow, uh, you know, um, about a few months before, yeah. and we loved the Polish food. Mm. It was amazing, but for, we didn't really want the the Czech food. So. We did end up having sort of like Italian or just anything other than their food. I sound like I'm really slating it, don't I? I'll stop. <laughs> I get some like letters of complaint. So soggy pizza with peppers that are too big. Far too That's, big. Yeah. Far too big. Not, Not just too big. slightly too big. Scandalously too big. How big were the peppers just on a scale of, I'd, I'd you know. say at least. And Actually, no, they were pickled chillies, so. On a scale of iPhone 6 to, um, I don't know. A, a computer mouse. I think they'd take up at least half the display of an HD screen like that, of an iPhone. That's a big pepper. It is. And <laughs> you're talking at least to you're talking at least to, you know, maybe one point five CM thickness since <laughs> uh, we didn't measure them, but you know, it's branded in my mind, so I know. I know. How, how can you forget an experience like that? Yeah, yeah. I've tried long and hard. Sometimes I wake up in the middle of the night screaming. <laughs> maybe you should write a song about it. Maybe I should. Maybe that's the only way, the only cathartic solution. Can't wait to hear Soggy Pizza at the song. You should write a Number musical. Number one in four countries. Write a whole <laughs> musical about it. Not, not in uh, the Czech Republic. A rock no, opera. No. Yeah. Well, yeah. Why not? Yeah. Should we have? Should we have? A, should, we have another, should we have another song? Because my 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 I, I think belly's we're better, hurting. To be so, honest, so you can recover. Yeah, please. And this one is Connor Houston, <laughs> um, and it's Loose End Lovers. You listen to Sheffield Live. I apologise. Um, Ninety-three point two FM. The Squeak. Yeah. 
Sheffield Live. On your birthday. Congratulations. It's, it's still our birthday. Yes. Some people might have just tuned in. Many happy returns. Yes, if you have, um, welcome to The Squeak. You listen to 93.2 FM, Sheffield Live. We're here with Danny Pietnik. Hello. James Hargreave. Hi. And of course, Luke Crofts. Hi. Um, yeah, Dan, uh, you, you've played a couple of tracks for us. One that, one that I've never heard and the other one that I thought I'd never heard but I actually had and you couldn't had. remember. So thanks for that. Carmelone's wave. The hypnotic wave of Carmelone. Yeah. That's what that track should have been called. Are we summarising the last no. hour then? So we've got Colin Maloney's <laughs> Hypnotic Wave, a couple of tracks from Danny, we've played a few tracks. And and we have potentially named Danny's latest track. Yeah, named, yeah potentially named it. And we've had a conversation about Soggy Pizza. I've, I've, I haven't laughed that pickles. much for a long time. I think I think a lot of it is down to the fact that I'm still quite drunk, but Perhaps. it was very <laughs> it was very funny. Well, it's very funny. I'm, I'm glad that it could... <laughs> and, and and your microphone is still causing. Is it me still playing up? <laughs> Should I raise my voice slightly more? <laughs> See, the thing is, right? I'm 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 a reactive guy, so the microphone drops out. I turn you up, then it kicks back in, and you're I'm really loud, and you're yes. deafening me. Yeah, and probably some of the listeners, all three of them. Yeah, well, it's, it's our anniversary show. Me and James have picked our top picks of the last year. Yeah, and um, we've got Danny playing live. You have. It's all good. It is. It's like the Blitz spirit, you know. Faulty equipment, but we get through it anyway. Mm. <laughs> There's no bombs dropping on us, but, you know. I meant more from a, a psychological perspective. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Wow. Oh, dear. So, um, we... we uh, thanks, Dan, yeah. So, we, we closed out the, uh, the first hour with uh, Connor Houston. Yes. Um, pick, of the, pick of the year for me, when he played... Uh, <laughs> You're right, <laughs> when uh, when he played tramlines, um, yes, Crystal uh, Stage, Connor Houston, that was that was a brilliant gig, probably the best best I've seen actually. But I couldn't make the Leadmill gig. No, um, I didn't go either to the Leadmill gig, which is one of my biggest regrets of this year. Yeah, well, he, he didn't do many gigs, does he? No, um, he sort of picks and chooses, which is probably good because I know you, I know you personally, you've, James, you've got a, a theory that bands shouldn't play too much, no, and uh, too often. Not not if you're wanting to be a proper jobbing band. Mm. Like if it's a hobby, fair enough. Then you get out there and play as much as you can. But if, if you're wanting to make money out of it and wanting wanting it to be a career, don't overplay. Yeah. Otherwise, you just saturate your audience. Yeah. What do you think, Dan? Do you think you can play too many gigs? Judging um, by tram lines, I would say no. Well, you played all three days. I did, still. and it's funny when you <laughs> because I don't really when you say saturate your your, um, your audience I think for that to be an issue you've got to have an audience <laughs> yeah, yeah. so for me it were a bit different it's a good I, start it is yeah. yeah so for me I were just playing to randoms <laughs> I, um, so I don't I like that because it's just like you turn up and you start just playing to someone new every time yeah I think there is an argument to suggest that perhaps you you, you, you can get into um, mm. you can get into a bit of a, a rut when you're playing you know the same sort of venues over and over again you play you know but yeah. I suppose, and it's, I suppose, it's also the fact that you know you then going out to your mates all the time and asking them for six quid every month for the, your next gig. Whereas if you, if you did it like every three, four, five, six months rather than every month, then you get you're more likely to get more people down. And I think um, I, I think an issue there. I don't I don't think you should be unless your friends really want to come. But I don't think you should, it should. There shouldn't be a massive incentive on on getting your friends there because. You want to play to us. Ideally, you want to play to new audiences and, mm. and sort of engage people who might not have been aware. And you, yeah, definitely. And, you know, definitely. So, yeah, I suppose there's an argument to suggest that. And then the the worst of the worst is 
when you play a free gig and then a week later ask people for six quid for a gig that you're supporting someone at? Yeah, that that, that will annoy most people because it's like, well, how, how, how suddenly are you charging when you, you were free? Yeah, it, it's difficult. It's a difficult one. Well, I'm clearly playing wrong gigs because all my gigs are free. I'd never get paid. <laughs> and that's another thing that annoys me. It's, it seems to be this country, and I'm going to go on a bit of a rant here. Uh, I'm going to agree with you as and well. I think especially in, as well in Sheffield, but there is, because there's, uh, you know, there's a big culture here for unsigned acts, artists and bands, and it is oversaturated, and venues don't want to pay you money, uh, you know, especially if it's if, if it's free on door. Most you can hope, hope for is, you know, a free couple of beers, and, you know, you don't always want that. You know what I mean? It's, it's not really a fair... Um, comparison, no, yeah, you don't get paid, but have a, have a few beers, sort of thing. It's not really, you know, it's it's. So I think, uh, and I think, especially in different countries. I mean, when I went, to, when I visited Italy, um, and Matteo uh, played quite a lot of gigs, and you know, you'd always, you'd always get a, a fee, even if it, even if mm. it was free for the people to come in and watch. You know what I mean? What, what was the uh, What was the food like, Dan? What in Italy? <laughs> well, I tell you what, the pizzas weren't soggy there. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, I, I do agree with you. Molto buono. I, I also think that like it annoys me that a pub or a venue or whatever won't pay an artist that's sat and written a song and trained. And, yeah. But then they'll give 200 quid to a tribute band yes. that's not written a song. Or they'll get a karaoke DJ in for yeah. 150 quid. Yeah. yeah I'm mean, happy to play people, uh, pay people, people playing standards. Um, because they know that that's gonna, they're gonna get, they're gonna drive audiences a little bit more, and they're gonna get, you know, a bit more of a positive sort of dynamic. Whereas obviously you are taking a bit of a risk with singer songwriter because it's yeah. yeah. I think I, you know, I think with, I mean, if you take Carl Maloney for example, with right good music, right good music, yeah, sorry. yeah, yeah. Um, please take him anywhere. <laughs> he, um, you know, that format is never going to be a loser for any bars because they're not paying. And they've got people coming in on a Thursday night, like Frog and Parrot, that wouldn't be coming in otherwise. So he'd got, how many acts had he got on when you played Frog and Parrot? Three, four? Yeah. And then they'd got the support there that are coming in and buying drinks. So it's not a lose. That's, you know. the, that's the motivation for that for that bar. The, you know, to get people to, in, to, in to buy... Sorry, is it gone again? Uh, to get people in to buy drinks and... Um, you know, that's that's what they that's, want. That's what I mean. They're not they're not bothered, are they? They're not really. Bothered. Not particularly. No. I mean, I think. I mean, with I think what Carl does is commendable because he's giving you know artists. Uh, an yeah, opportunity oh, definitely. To... Yeah. I mean, we're we're a big advocate of Carl. You know, that's the, at the moment. It's really good because we've got bands that can play on the radio, and then we can get them gigs with Carl and vice versa. You know, we've we've passed things along, haven't we? So it's it's good for that. And Carl's doing the right thing. But like you say, in terms of actually paying any money out. We've got that many, you know. You can go out every night of the week and see a see a free gig because there's that many people that, yeah, that are wanting it. to play. Especially in in Sheffield, I think because there's such a buzz at the moment uh, culturally. It's music. It's like it's quite a buzz place, isn't it? So you do get is there there is a lot of gigs. You know, there's a lot of bands and a lot of artists playing gigs every you know every night basically. So you know you can understand now why venues aren't willing to really pay because they can you know a lot of it's free. Yeah, I, th- I think the only thing missing, Dan, is a is a parody song from Danny Pietic yesteryear. <laughs> what do you reckon? Baby, want, think, baby, want a tree ball? Why not the carnival? Why not? I'm, you know, yeah, I think you'd struggle to do the carnival acoustic, though, wouldn't you? I think I if would. Yeah, ha- I think. Is but, it? Is it? Don't, sl- you have it on, don't you have it on hard disc? Yes, but it's in the car, which is at oh, home. Right. <laughs> yeah, I can't so, really do the carnival or baby, want a tree ball on, on acoustic now. I, I, I think you need to work on that. Well, I'll, well, tell you what, I'll have a work on that. For next time, for ne- for next year, <laughs> next the next anniversary. Yeah. What what parody? You're going to get a new mic in as well. That, that. If, <laughs> no, it's not the mic, is it? It's the I've, desk. I've just realised it's it's the um, it's this 
basically it's just a sheet of metal because it doesn't work. You ought to you ought to uh, pull it off. Pop a soldering iron out. Get get your soldering iron out. Find the loose connection. Bob's your uncle. Well, you can say that on the radio. Um, yeah. Um, no. So basically, in, in front of me to the right is a mixing desk, which should control the things that are attached to it, and it doesn't. So that's why potentially you might keep you know dropping out. Yeah. 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 I don't want to keep highlighting the flaws. You know what I mean? They're highlighting the self. Yeah. Yeah. So just don't draw attention to I'll it. I'll try not to. We'll just cut this out of the podcast. That's fine. <laughs> Um, so it, the shortened version, the forty-five minute version. Yeah, yeah. Should be three hours. It's forty-five <laughs> minutes. Are you? Uh, are you going to do a song, uh, a parody song, or not? No, not today. No. Well, so think I, about it. Well, so, I, don't sit on the fence, will if you? If I had I mean? one, just be decisive. No, I might want to be as honest as possible. If I had a parody song that worked that I could play, I would. But unfortunately, I don't. Are, are the um, is the carnival and um, baby one of three balls still out there? On, you know, in the public domain, where they could, people can search the worldwide internet and find it. Uh, I hope not. That's all I'm going to say. But you know, who knows? Some, know, I, somewhere out there in the in a in the ether. In the ether, yes. Yeah. Well, it will be when I upload it to uh, SoundCloud. Well, um, on behalf of Danny Pietnik. The um, early years. Danny yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I was I was going to come on to that because there's some songs that you you sort of made years ago that now you you physically hate don't you well, i think that's true of any art, any songwriter you know they're gonna just have a you're gonna discard a lot of it a lot of those early songs oh is it all right yeah a lot of those early songs are <laughs> danny the, people can't see what's going on i know so i know i keep forgetting we're live so if i move the microphone you don't have to go all right am i in this one now you can just sort of go with it <laughs> if you I'm want to touch I'm out, I'm out of it. It's yeah. just been a while it's okay uh, yeah but i just think you know that's that's all, often the case you know it's it's like a writer making his first, you know, his first draft. It's essentially toilet paper. A lot of those early songs were sort of, you know, just rubbish because it were you still finding. And a lot of the, a lot, a lot of those songs I wrote before going to uni as well. And I know this might come across as pretentious, but going to uni, I feel like and studying music made me a much better songwriter because some of the things they taught us, like the, you know, how to write a song and like and the construction of songs, I never knew about. I would just like slapping songs together a bit, you know, yeah. haphazard. Mm. So you, there's a lot of like nuances and, and um, things that you can develop and you know make better songs. So so you wouldn't play your early stuff again. You've, 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 you've that. No, not the, even even though I, people might. I like draw them. a line and I've drawn a line under a lot of it. Would you not? I probably draw a line. No, not not no. necessarily. I probably draw a line under a lot more. But you know what I mean. But that's. Well, send them to me first. Yes, I'll, I'll yeah. be shorter. That's yeah. the beauty of songwriting, though, because it's the gift that keeps on giving. You write a song, then you think, oh, I don't like that, I'll, but then you can write ten more. You think. Oh. I, was, I was reading about classical music the other day, and uh, Handel, the composer, he used the same music in three or four different songs over the years, like over the, over a space of 15 years, and just reworked it a little yeah, bit. Yeah, made it slightly variations. Yeah, yeah. That, I think that were quite a, a common thing in uh, sort of classical and renaissance. Didn't, didn't Chuck Berry do that as well? So all of his songs start exactly the same. Yeah, but he learned that from Martin McFly, didn't he? Yes, of course he did, yeah. 19, 1955. Well, when you think about a blues 12 bar, you know what I mean? It's, um, it's very... How many songs have been you know written mm. over the same pattern of a, tw- t- a 12 bar blues? You know what I mean? It's, exactly. So that's that essentially is music that, but it's not about that. It's more about what you like. You say that individualism and and making it your song and you know crafting it in a way that represents you. Mm. It's very important. I can't I just can't take it seriously. <laughs> um, so what are you going to play next, Nan? Not a parody song, of course. No, Baby uh, Wanna Tree Bot is out. No, I'm going to play a very. I'm going to play a very well a start. Uh, well, a song that you've probably heard many times, Luke. Called Lines in the Sand. 
Oh, I have, yeah, yeah. I've got it. It's on my CD, which I've not brought. I'm just going to position myself for uh, maximum strummage. Curtains of radio completely burnt to hell. This is Danny Pietnik. <laughs> oh, it's a capo malfunction. Sorry about that. Fantastic, yeah. Great radio. We go. We're good. Thanks. Exposed by all the memories of somebody else Keep drawing lines in the sand And they won't haunt you like the rest of us can It's all the same when you're gone I keep on falling through forever too Remember your song My friends are waiting for hope And they're so blind They'll only see when they're old And I keep on falling away And she was alright And I keep on turning the pages And she was alright I was exposed by all the memories of somebody else Keep drawing lines in the sand And they won't haunt you like the rest of us can And I keep on falling away But she was alright I keep on turning the pages And she was alright I like that one. Thanks. Cheers, Dan. No probs. This is Sheffield Live. And very, very excitingly, Paul Fletcher of Paul Fletcher Music fame has entered the studio. Come and sit down, my friend. I'm all right. Nobody can hear you. But I'm, he just said, are you okay? I said, yes. Danny Pietnik, meet Paul Fletcher. Acoustic meets acoustic. Previous squeak, anyway. Oh, we've got... we've got. Thanks, mate. Um, oh, this is... I don't, I don't know what to do. There you go. Uh, ah, yes, that is... that Is is that, farm, is that Farmer's Blonde? Oh, Paul, you're... I don't know what's happening right now, but it's... Yorkshire Blonde. I like that. They serve that in the hop. Sit down, sit down, sit down. Wow, we've got 
everything. Yeah, we have. Yeah, Paul, day. how are you doing? Good to see uh, you. You by the sounds of it. <laughs> I don't know what you mean. Late one last night, right? I think when late goes into early, yes. Late in other words, me, yes, yeah. it was. Yeah. Yeah. I thought you could just get. You can't. You can't get tucked in on radio, can you? Um, well, not officially, officially, but now you've told everyone. Um, oh. No, we could have done it, but now we're going to have to do it unofficially and be rogues. There you yeah. go, then. Yeah. Enjoy. Oh, I'm just opening our birthday card for the benefit of the radio. I should say it's lovely. There to the go. squeak, Luke and James. Take note, DJ Ski. That's our names. Still doesn't know after a year. From Paul Fletcher and the Dukes. Thanks for your support. No worries, mate. I was going to put. Two pound coins in for you each because it's only your first birthday. Can't have more than that on a first birthday, can you? Bloody hell. You're not the tooth fairy. Two quid. I'd rather have the oh, beer. That's fine. It's all about loving oh, it and chocolates and biscuits. Just um, you're a very generous man. I am, aren't I? Yeah. Just a bit. I'm out of breath because I just caught the stairs and just walked about 50 yards down the road. <laughs> the sta- That's really bad. Isn't the, st- it? the stairs at Sheffield Live are mammoth. It's good security, though. You can't get in. Yeah, exactly. Exactly, yeah. Nobody here when he get you, but yeah. Um, yeah. Um, not good in a hangover. So I've heard climbing them stairs. No, apparently, no, yeah. No. So what are you up to at the moment, Paul? Paul, Fletcher, me, music? we're in the studio. Hence me just popping oh, around the corner. Excellent. Uh, yeah. Can I just say, have you brought a bottle opener? I haven't. Because we're going to struggle with them. With with <laughs> a man like. Don't you know the old? Don't you know the classic try. lighter trick? I, I think we need somebody with really strong teeth, and yeah. I'm not one of those people. No, you could do it with that. Definitely do it with that. That's a that's a key ring. Yes, but you could definitely do it with that. It's funny you because it's like you basically it's like a sort of crank mechanism. You you hold the bottle like uh, in your hand, and then you crank that underneath, <laughs> and you create a sort of like upwards motion, give it enough thrust, and the lid will disperse. I've, I've seen I've seen <laughs> I've seen that done. I have seen. I've that done it done. many times myself. I've, I've seen it on the table where somebody uh, somebody sort of puts the lid against the table rim and then bangs it down. But that's just madness. Yeah, that's and it's going to the it, perforated edge will leave indentations in the wood. <laughs> if you don't care about your table, that's a route to go. But if you, you don't, know, indentations are underrated as they go. But I think the desk and everything's that broken; it would just make it worse. Yeah, I suppose for this desk, I, I meant more if it was sort of like an 18th century vintage, you know. Relic, uh, you wouldn't want to put an indentation. My drummer in does, that. It like, does it like with, with his teeth. teeth. Yeah, yeah, with his yeah. teeth. That, when you go like that, it doesn't work on the radio. You have to. Oh, no, no, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I have done this before. Oh, uh, dear. Don't you yeah. ever get scared? I mean, I'd be scared that he'd do some permanent damage to your, your teeth. He's a good-looking guy as well. No, he's not scared. He's a drummer, though, isn't he? All oh, right, they're all a bit mental. Just a little bit. Yeah. Uh, so, what's happening in the studio then? Exciting things. It's for it's. It's all very different. We're working with a different producer. So we're all... You're near it like it. It's sounding a bit like Depeche Mode at the minute. Oh, awesome. Yeah, it's sounding very different. So, but we just thought, do you know what? Just mix it up. Get yeah. a new producer in board rather than having the same old... No We've got all of the Dukes before. in there? Uh, no, I'm just doing the demos at the minute. All right. With a producer, then we'll bring them in to do their bit. Cool. And then... Uh, How many's in the Dukes now? It's, it's that's your full band thing, isn't it? Yeah, um, there's five of us. Have you got an orange saloon? I got an orange saloon now. Oh, no, that was Dukes of Hazard, wasn't it? Oh dear. <sighs> uh... See, James took the microphone away, but now, <laughs> <laughs> now, now I realise why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no. <laughs> uh, and I don't wear hot pants either. In a word, no, they haven't. No. Um, so. I'm taking a bit of a risk now, but what is your favourite song of, of all of your songs? The favourite songs of all my songs? Uh, it's it's impossible to pick. 
because they're all amazing. Um, but I think you're wanting me to say coming around by any chance, maybe. There you go. Kind of. My favourite song is coming around. It's the first one off the album. Buy it onto iTunes and all digital stockists or whatever they're called nowadays. Indeed. Yeah. This will wake you up, won't it? <laughs> Luke, Luke constantly hopefully, hopefully yeah Luke constantly says this is a perfect wake up song can, can I yeah it's, it's the ultimate wake up song and can I just say right I've got because obviously we, we're, we're working in the you know the 1990s um, so we have to put everything on CDs um, and I, I then take them CDs and use them in the car and it's a really good driving song yeah I'll, I'll, I'll bring you the album if you want oh I'll thanks mate album. I've got some kicking around somewhere <laughs> a few a few hundred no, no, it's so, it's so brilliant. That's why they've given more money to the second one. Fantastic. Hallelujah. When, when um, f- for the avid listeners, they'll remember <laughs> that you had some exciting news that you couldn't tell us at the time. Can you tell us now? Uh, I can't remember what that exciting news would have been. I might have voted. It was a while. Brilliant. It weren't as excited as <laughs> I probably thought it were at the time. <laughs> uh, it was a while I was ago. a bit hung over the day I came in here. I know how you feel. Um... No, we were doing uh, a thing for... I can't remember. Play a song and I'll see if I can remember. <laughs> okay. Well, I, th- I think, you, you know, you might know what it is. Um, it's, uh, well, it started in a minute and I knew that I fell in it. Yeah, they're the lyrics, aren't they? <laughs> Do you not know your own words? Do you know what? I think it's well well documented from the last time I was in here that my missus was tweeting me going, yeah. you've sang that live and you've sang the wrong lyrics. And I accused her of liking gin when she, did, she didn't. Do you remember? She loves gin. Oh, oh, well, I was right then. No, she so you got, a, you got a word wrong, didn't you? That yeah, something like Listen back to the podcast, I don't remember. Uh, this is Paul Fletcher of Paul Fletcher and the Duke's fame. Coming around.
Fletcher with uh, Paul Fletcher and well it was Paul Fletcher but it's now Paul Fletcher and the Jukes. Yeah, it is Paul Fletcher and the Jukes. With uh, coming around. That's it. That's my that's my favorite one of yours. Are you that. feeling better now? Cuz if I've done I've <laughs> said, I'm giving up music if you feel better now. I had to. <laughs> I, I can't do any better than that cuz you are in such a state. I am um, I I did really well. I managed to find um it's actually a tin opener with a bottle opener on the end. Um, but then I locked myself out of the studio <laughs> and I was frantically banging on the wall. We heard the bangers, we thought, yeah, we did sort of... Like, <laughs> James thought, finally, <laughs> it's all mine. Yeah, so I was just I was just having to bang away, so, you know, potentially you'd have had to do another an hour and a half without me gutted. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theatres, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I'm Sandra and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn and has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. managed. Is that all right? Okay, <laughs> done it again. No, I, I, can't, I always get I get confused when you keep putting a mic towards me. That's sort of how radio works, mate. Well, it's it's clearly working. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, Danny's mic just keeps stop working. So, oh. but we wouldn't we we could get around it and not mention it, and nobody would know because it's radio. But Danny keeps mentioning it, so he's like, "Oh, am I speaking to this one now?" Yeah, great. All right. 
my radio skills aren't <laughs> brilliant but you know I'm, I'm getting better every day as you can see <laughs> I'm doing it now me and Danny used to do a radio show so he's got no excuse I have got no excuse really oh, I was, that was like you know four years five years God, what happened to that was. what happened to that um, I, I got another job and because we used to do it in the week so my oh, hours okay. changed so now I can only I can only do it at the weekend what, what with Sheffield Live was it yeah it was here in yeah. this very studio with this very equipment that didn't work then <laughs> and, and works yeah, I seem to think when I came it, it weren't working no you have got different mics they weren't yes. these mics when I came well um, I think what's happened is Paul we, they've replaced the mics but it's the mixing desk that's the, the issue yeah, yeah again curtains of radio yeah destroyed yeah looks a bit <laughs> wobbly those buttons oh dear so do you want to play another song Dan if we can if, if we can manage to get a, another another mic to you that works do you want this one uh, yes please Paul yeah if you if you move that mic across the studio um, that would be great again <laughs> Thank you. Thanks. Can I, can I just say, Dan, you've brought your your better half, haven't you, today? Uh, and wow. she's sat in the corner laughing. I can't physically look at her because she's setting me off. <laughs> did you um? Uh, did you hear the um? <laughs> the uh, the pepper talk, Paul. The pepper talk. No, I didn't hear the. Pepper Honestly, talk. I I I was gone. I was laughing hysterically. Basically, they went to they went to Prague uh, and had these pizzas with uh, the biggest peppers that anyone's ever seen. The story right, okay. Doesn't need telling again. <laughs> doesn't need telling again. Listen back to the podcast, I'll, Paul. I'll, yeah, I'll listen. I actually did the podcast thing this morning on. Uh, it's easy, isn't it? You yeah. just go onto iTunes, search for the squeak, and then you're there. I searched for a squeak. It was there, and it now tells me that one is due. Fantastic. There you go. Um, we're going to have a bit more Danny Pianti. Which one's this, Dan? This one is called Anger in a Handful of Dirt. <laughs> yeah, it always makes me laugh, that, and I don't know why. But it shouldn't do. It's quite sad. <laughs> no, I'm just fine. I'm just like, like them all. <laughs> yes. Yes, like them all. <laughs> right, okay. Betrayal left a mark that I can seem to clean. Inside my broken heart, there's something you won't see. You possess the riches, and I'll hold on to pain. But how much did it cost you? Would you do it all again? And if I find a way To leave it all behind Will you still hold me back? Will I still speak my mind? And if I found a secret That no one ever knows Will you still hold me back? Will I still tell the truth? Cause the little I know, the less I lose. The little I know, the less I lose. When I look out my window And I see the pouring rain 
I wonder how I got here I wonder where it ends I've fallen short of something That I can't seem to chase I'm buried in the ether I'm lost without a trace And if I found a way To leave it all behind Will you still hold me back? Well, I still change my mind And if I found a secret That no one ever knows Will you still hold me back? Will I still tell the truth? Cause the little I know The less I lose Little I know, the less I lose. This is Sheffield Live. Yeah, I like that one. Ang- anger in a handful of dirt. Um, <laughs> I can't say it. And not <laughs> I don't know why. I know it, it does. Uh, it doesn't have as much of a ring about it as uh, some of the other songs, but just take a bit of getting used to. Yeah, title-wise. How 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 did you come up with that title? Because I find it bizarre that you can come up with that, but not one for a player. I'll tell I've, you exactly how, if you like. Would okay. you like that? Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> yes, please, Alan Partridge. I'll, uh, I, basically, I was reading... Um, oh, no, what was it? Oh, God, what, were I, what was I reading? Oh, forget it. I, f- I forgot. <laughs> a book? <laughs> I've had a total blank. I were, I was reading some form of literature, and it was relevant at the time. <laughs> There we go. That's your answer. Excellent, excellent. Yeah. So, um, as an avid listener, Paul Fletcher, um, would you say that we've got worse? I can understand why they've not put you on the telly yet. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's funny because I uh, I emailed the chief exec and said, "Look, we've been doing some things on Facebook Live, and we've got really good feedback." Exaggerated a bit. And she went, "No, I don't think it's something we can we can look at." I don't know why they wouldn't look at that. I think it'd be so entertaining. <laughs> I'd watch it. It'd be brilliant. I've watched. No, can I say it? I've watched some of the stuff that goes on Sheffield Live TV. Ah. I think you guys would be more entertaining. I do generally. Um, I think you'd have to change your t-shirts. <laughs> <laughs> or just change your clothes from the night before, maybe. In your case. Hey, I'm. I'm I've changed my t-shirt. Yeah. Changed my t-shirt. I think, it'd be, I think it'd be brilliant for you guys to. Have a monthly show on telly. Monthly? I was thinking, I was thinking weekly. Thanks, Paul. Nice one. On Sunday's enough, innit? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe so, maybe so. Um, so now, um, really important, this, tea. Um, the hyenas arrived. The latter, the drink, <laughs> a square meal in the evening. What do you mean? <laughs> It, honestly, if you can find any of the old shows that me and Danny used to do, don't bother. Don't listen to them. <laughs> yeah, um, no, when you go out, right, you can get you can get coffee, you can get you know all the coffees that you want, can't you? Um, but when it comes to tea, uh, you can't. Tea is underrepresented in the um, 
in the in the eating out and drinking out category, wouldn't you say, Paul? I'd have to disagree with you on that. All oh, right, well, this is good then. It's got a debate straight away. Why would you disagree, Paul? My other half likes all the fruity teas and, and that kind of stuff. And if we go out and I'll have a coffee, then she'll come back with some weird colour tea. And and so we're, we're, we're talking never to Paul. Problem. We're talking to Paul, who also knows CK, who is the tea man. You've got to remember the state that I'm in. I, I didn't make that connection. <laughs> no, sir, I completely disagree with you. CK Golden, who's also been <laughs> on the show. <laughs> I'm sorry, Luke. <laughs> <laughs> just... No, it's, it's fine, it's fine. Um, whenever I go out and try and get a cup of tea, it's always rubbish. Ah, quality. That's, uh, you can get different... Qual- quality. Quality. Um... Yeah, the quality differs. That's all down to the tea bag, though, isn't it? Well, exactly. If you have a cheap tea exactly. bag, your tea is mm. done. You have a cup of tea down south where it's the hard water area. That's that's not good either. Yeah. Yorkshire, Yorkshire tea. It's the only way to go. I brought Yorkshire beer. If I brought you tea, I'd bring you Yorkshire tea. Oh, I was just going to say, what is your preference? Mine is Yorkshire tea through and through, James. Yorkshire's definitely a preference. But I do like to change every so often. Just to have something different and trying a different flavours. I was watching Sunday Politics, which I wish I hadn't, um, but that's another story. And uh, what what he does is he he's got, he always has two guests, and he says this or this, X Factor or Strictly, neither, obviously. Um, PG Tips or what else? What else did he say? PG Foo. Yeah, yeah, two equally crap brands of tea, in my opinion, not the opinion of Sheffield Live. Um, but Yorkshire tea is the way to go for me. Hmm. And I they do the care. different versions. They, they do a version of Yorkshire tea for the hard, sunny yeah, water they areas. Do, and they st- do, don't they? Yeah. Yeah, yeah you can ask for it in certain hotels. Danny Pianic, what's your stance on tea? Um, well, I think it's a delicious hot beverage that you have, <laughs> well, <laughs> traditionally in morning, often in evening. Uh, when it comes to sort of tea companies and you know manufacturers i'm not so militant that i'd be like yorkshire only or anything to be honest i, I you know I'll, I'll drink yorkshire i'll drink pg tips i'll drink uh, twinings if i've got to twinings uh, <laughs> see i like thai fu- I, I have got problem with Typhu. i feel like you have to have the tea bag in the water for a decade before you get any flavor <laughs> so that's a bit of a bugbear but other than that you know have you ever been to one of those places where you'll save for tea and they'll give you almost like a a chest of teas to actually pick your yes. bag out of. Yeah. See, I, 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 in in that case, I would always go for Earl Grey. Um, I was go for English breakfast all the time. Oh, it's funny that because I was I was slagging off places earlier, um, just before you got here, actually saying off mic because it's not great. You know, it's not great radio, is it? But why do places only offer... So he carries on. (laughs) Why do places only offer English breakfast? Offer all of the tea. Give people a choice. But Earl Grey is just like... It's like drinking nettle juice, isn't it? I honestly wouldn't know. Not a big fan of Earl Grey. No. You're going to say nettle juice. No, I don't know. Either. either. I'd rather drink the nettle juice. (laughs) Is Is that your... Is that what keeps Paul Fletcher and the Dukes going? Nettle juice? Uh, no, no, it tends to be this stuff. Sometimes it just it, it just keeps us focused. We're a lot better when I'm absolutely paralytic. Apparently, it's funny because it's funny because when we do the radio, it's the other way around. What? If I'm paralytic, it's just a nightmare. I don't know. It's been it's been terribly entertaining while I, I've been here <laughs> in so many different say, ways. I, it doesn't matter whether you're drunk. You're just a nightmare anyway. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it Actually, yeah. When you're performing, to be a little bit. Mm. 
a little bit. Is it that confidence drunk? thing? You get get that. Bit I, of... d- I don't know. I just I don't know. The last couple of gigs we've done have been uh, quite drunken nights. Yeah. So, but apparently we've been brilliant. So long may it continue. Yeah. Can I just say? Sorry, can I just say? In my experience, uh, drinking doesn't benefit me whatsoever. Uh, I might, I've, I've, I've started actually now. I've got a bit of a one pint rule because if, if I have any more, any more than one, if I start going down the two or three road, there's no coming back, and it's just. A oh, I think you gig. can take it too far. Oh yeah, you know, yeah. I, I mean, yeah. but for me, like usually, like even one pint sometimes is sometimes is is too much. I'm too far gone. But I am a bit of a lightweight. But it's just that really? my, it's, not, it's not that I feel drunk. It's just that my perception of the song and like you know, like what's coming through a monitor or whatever at a live gig after having a drink seems to just like warp into this surreal world where well, that's where I'm you've not got to have faith in the sound man, isn't it? Don't well, get drunk yeah. at sound check. Get drunk in between sound check and the gig. That means your sound will be all right. Top tips from Paul Fletcher. Just remember the words. Now we're good dance. <laughs> yeah, gig of day. My missus was literally passing me amaretto and cokes onto the stage. Oh, amaretto! That's horrible. Sorry. I, I, I don't, Sorry. <laughs> I don't I, eat that stuff. I don't mind it. It reminds me of uh, Palmer Violets. I love you know, the old blue Violet. sweets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, then you must like amaretto then no. by default. No. no, 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 no. I'm just going to keep saying no, <laughs> no. <laughs> it's the it's the Churchill dog. <laughs> No, oh no, it's not. It's the guy from uh, Vicar Dibley, Jim. No, 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 no. Yes, no. <laughs> <sighs> Who's next on the uh, CD? This is one of my favourite bands. It's All Us on Drugs. It's one of my picks. <laughs> it's, one, it's, one, it's one of um, Paul Sellers' favourites as well. Yes, we, we, I made him jump in the uh, Frog and Parrot, and he swore at me even more vehemently than he did when I did it in yeah. the studio. So yeah, I saw him the other night and. Uh, uh, I didn't make him jump, so that's the end of that story. Idiot. <laughs> <laughs> this is All Us on Drugs. You listen to The Squeak, 93.2 FM. Chef, you live. Tweet us in. We are at The Squeak. This is All Us on Drugs. Oh, 
All us on drugs. Yes. Sunset Yellow. Good song, then. Great live band. Love yeah, them. and I like how they've put the buzzing on at the end. I think that's a really good, uh, mm. a really good touch. Yes, indeed. Not, not that. Not our broken desk. Don't, don't think that for a second. <laughs> yeah. Oh dear. So, what now, Luke? <laughs> Dunno. We've still got Paul Fletcher with us. We've still got Danny Pietnik with us. Yeah, um, we're just coming up into the... Uh, don't know why I just inflected your name like that. Don't Excellent pronunciation. It's funny because this, in this studio, sound takes so long to travel. You might have heard it before you actually said it there. Yes, yeah, so actually I thought there were a bit of an echo. Echo. <laughs> yeah, mm, yeah. I mean, I can tell straight away that you've been, uh, you're sort of still working out the effects of alcohol through your system from the way that you casually reclined <laughs> in that chair. It's just a cheap chair, <laughs> honestly. Um, you, you can start at one point quite high up off the ground and then over time, especially over three hours, it's treacherous. You just sort of deflate, literally deflate. James is taking a picture. Don't get me tits in it, please. Thank you. <laughs> just adjust. Bubbling peanuts again. I, um... Mm, it's quite yeah. air conditioning is not on, so it's not as cold as it normally is. It's quite it's it's a, a bit of a nightmare in here because on that side you'd be really really cold, and on this side I'll be really really hot. Yeah. Hot. You all right, Dan? Yeah, absolutely. I'm fine. Yeah. <laughs> have you got another song for us? I have. Yes. Would you like to hear one? Yes, please. I'm loving your guitar, by the way. Thanks. I love that. It's, it's all right. Uh, what is it? What? It's, it's a bit. It's an entry level Gibson. It's it's nothing flash. It's, it's hey Dan. Oh, hey Dan. Do you, do you remember? Do you remember when we went to um, Real Time Music, which is not there anymore? I don't think. What and I heckled price like guitar you bought down. Yeah. I got you a case. I, I think I think you mean you mean haggle. Um, well, you that's a heckle. You didn't heckle him. <laughs> I meant haggled. The guy was a nice nice bloke. But no, what he'd done is. Your prices are rubbish. <laughs> yeah, exactly. How dare you sell guitars for this price? Oh. How do you sleep at night putting strings like that on that? <laughs> no, what happened was... Um, <laughs> no, what what happened was, uh, listeners, listener, um, I'd got some money for my birthday and I decided, because we, we were in a duo, which we'll go into more we detail at, later. Crofts and Pietnik. Crofts and Pietnik. We played at one gig at the... Um, <laughs> Millennium, the it, Botanical Garden, no. not Millennium Gardens. It was, it was the Winter Gardens. Winter Gardens, Sheffield Live, off right. the shelf festival. It's part of the corporate corner radio show. That's it. As you used to say. Um, no, what had happened was Sheffield Live was broadcasting from the Winter Gardens, and me and Danny had got a gig, first ever gig as Croft and Pietnik, and first uh, and last, first and last. Yeah. So, <laughs> how did it go, Dan? Uh, well, I remember you asked me about you asked me about the whole setup. You were, you actually said to me once, yeah, what do you think about the cornucopia off the shelf festival or whatever? And I think I described it as simply a joke. <laughs> There's no affiliation between this station and that festival. If there is, I'm very sorry. It's a it's a show on Sheffield Live. I'm very sorry. <laughs> it was a no, but I mean, my my experience of it was awful because you know the sound was atrocious. They didn't really have any. I don't think they actually had any comps. Show all rolled into one. Oh, I don't God. think they had an actual concept of live music that day. I think they just got a couple of amps and hoped for the best. They were they were just it were it were. 
What did you What did you play at this gig? Um, we we did we did um, we did the unmutual, which is one of them that I think you've drawn the line under I've now. Drawn a big line under that. <laughs> Never again. Um, did we do a Ryan Adams cover? Did we do once the stars, when the stars go, go blue? blue? Yeah, yeah, we did. Yeah. Why don't you relive that at this very moment? I think that moment's been and gone. <laughs> hey, we could do. We could do. No, no, we could. Oh, oh is it a flat? No. It's a flat now, I'm afraid, yeah. yeah. Not against you, I just think in your current state as well, you know. Yeah. I, I, I can get the words up. Well, I'm a good singer, me. I'm not a very good guitarist, though. I think that's why it went badly. I don't know. I think there's many many factors, many factors that... <laughs> but we, we, went, we went into real-time music, and um, I bought a, a Yamaha, a really nice guitar, like 300 quid or something. And um, Danny went, oh, do you do a student discount? He went, oh, yeah, I'll knock your 10% off. And, uh, and then... It, Businessman Danny Pietnik went, oh, he's come on tram. Uh, can you chuck a case in? And he went, bloody hell, what, you don't want much. Gone out of business now as it happens. Um, and he gave me a he gave me a free case. So I got... Nailing the coffin. <laughs> yeah. That free case. He used to be on West One. West One, yeah. yeah he used yeah. to be brilliant, that guy. He used Very to, generous. He did to me. I bought I bought my Gibsons from yeah, there. Yeah. And uh, I'd go in and say, can I try that pedal? And he'd say, yeah, take it for two weeks and bring it. He'd literally let you borrow a kit. And yeah, if it no, didn't work, if I mean, like it, I mean, it's... It, it's unbelievable that he's not in business anymore, really. <laughs> Isn't it? I thought they'd gone to Chesterfield. Uh, yeah, I think they have. I, I, th- I, I think... Tell us, tell us a story about rich tone music. <laughs> oh, that's the big that's the big dealer up on uh, down near... Is it near Bramall Lane? Oh, it's... Don't get me started. They got berated by me on Twitter this morning. Oh, right. Bunch of idiots. Bunch of idiots. Bunch of idiots. Three, three, well, bu- three bunches. There's like, there's, there's, they're, they're a bunch of idiots, and then there's somebody else whose name I can't mention on the radio who's an idiot as well. Um, but do you know, what? I think I might have called someone out. No, I think you can mention on the show. I think you can. Is that one working? Yeah. Well, I, I did. You... I did a gig for so. I did a gig for someone, and let's just say <laughs> that the uh, the stage wasn't properly erected. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, did it did it go down in your estimation? Well, let me just tell you, my my amp got um, broken at this gig, and I took it to Richtown. They were meant to do something with it. I'd bought it from Richtown thirty days prior, and I'd taken it in. It just stopped working, and they went well, two days after. Unlucky. I'm that's like, off. What? They didn't get any cover for it or anything. They should have been thirty days, but this was thirty two days. That's, that's crap. To be fair, and I was like, though. come on, well, check through it. They checked through it. They went, no, we can do it. Went back to the promoter. They said, um, we'll get a tech report and then we'll claim on the insurance. Bit of a faff, really. They're just idiots. I think... Um, They've not done out with it and that's it's just take your money and then... It's like, just... It's, it's surprising, isn't it? You, you, know, you pay a lot of money for it, stuff that, you know, it's not, you're not cheap, is it, when you're buying, like, music equipment and then, you know, there's some... You're two days over a you know a warranty limit, and they they're just not they're not you know as far as you you're concerned they don't care. See that's it's really that's cutthroat, isn't it? It's awful, really. It is, and it is considering what we we're talking about earlier, where where um, they're expecting you to play for free. You're not giving you any money for your gig, so you've got you've got to set yourself up. Oh yeah, of course, yeah, yeah. You're making a big investment in, in, for something that you're not potentially getting any money back for. Yeah, I just think it's a bit. It, it wound me up a bit this morning because I got a I got an email from them saying we've got this guitar in if you want to come and have a look at it. And I'm like, what's your warranty period? <laughs> I'm like, sorry, Mark. I just want to make this very clear. And, uh, uh, yes, Mark, uh, you are part of the bunch of idiots um, that I, I previously referred to. On Twitter this morning. No. no, I was. No, you did it properly. You did it on the radio. <laughs> well, 
There's only Carl listening, isn't there? So <laughs> unless no, no, it's, he's not. It's his mum's birthday. Is it? She's not even listening. No. Who's the one listening then? Faith, but she's on later, so she's got to listen. Hey, don't, don't, you know, don't underestimate the show. You never know, you might have a lot of it. Oh, we're big in Bosnia. We're big in Bosnia, yeah. yeah. Oh, absolutely. Well, we think so, anyway. Um, so, yeah, that was uh, that was the long intro to Danny's next song, which is, uh, <laughs> yeah, just rambled, rambled on for four minutes. Um, what, what's this next one, Dan? Is it... Uh, it's not Baby on a Tree Ball now. It's well, not Baby on a Tree Ball, because that's no. not actually a Dan, can, can, we, can we do Stars Go Blue? I don't... I, I honestly, Luke, I don't actually remember how to play it at all. I've totally forgot the chords, so I think it'd be an absolute bodge job. It's taken you four minutes to come up with an excuse, and you've got, oh, I can't remember. I, I, genuinely, I genuinely can't remember. Oh, I don't I, know. Tell you what, how about a striker deal with you? I'll relearn it, and we'll do it on, we'll do it on air whenever you want. That's a promise. That is a promise. Wowzer. Scout's on a... I was a scout for two weeks. Well, yeah, I was going to say, I don't remember. Yeah, I got all the stuff, and my dad got me everything. He got me all the stuff, and then like, I did it for two weeks, so I was like, I don't want to do this no more. I think they said, oh, you've got to go on a parade. I was like, forget it. <laughs> oh, dear. Go for it, Dan, go for it. Okay, well, you all know this one very well. Uh, is it Isabel? It is. Oh, bless her. Okay, can I just stop Here's a bill, come back to me Isabel, come back to me I needed something to remind me of you Cause when you crept into my garden it blew Isabel, come back to me There's still things here left to see The sky gets darker when it's cold in your eyes Like fading photographs abate in the light Now watch these days turn cold And she's already gone Watch these skies unfold And she's already gone She's already gone
these days turn cold And she's already gone Now watch these skies unfold And she's already gone She's already gone Oh, back in back into the third hour. Thanks for that, Dan. Uh, like Isabel, it's a good one, isn't it? Well, it's uh, it's a crowd favourite, you know. Yeah, yeah, it's lovely. Well, it's a bit sad, really, at the it same time. It's a bit sad. It is a feline tragedy, as I've said it many times before. Um, but you know, you, you get over these things, and you you, you find some you take some creative from it. How socks doing? He's quite big. Um, my for, dad were, for for a long time. My dad were feeding him scraps of chicken. Ah, well, that's why uh, that explains it. But now he's not. Dad's not around. He uh, he just looks sort of desperately through the window. But from me, unfortunately, he gets nothing. Cats are great. At, uh, music show, but cats are great at um, making you feed them. They make they, they go mad, don't they? Have you got a cat, Paul? No, no. Uh, well, let me tell you, they are great at making you feed them. Never wanted one. Never had a cat. No. Can I just say the irony of Isabel is that she wasn't a particularly friendly cat. Uh, she she was she didn't care about anything. She got food, fair enough, but other than that, so really, she's lucky she got a song wrote about her. You know what I mean? <laughs> plenty of other friendly cats out there who probably are more How deserving. Do you know Isabel? Did she come to your house she, of food? Because that's what cats do. Um, yeah. y- yes, exactly. Basically, yes, yes. And then she was, you know, she died and uh, <laughs> crushed by an automobile. Yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, you know, I took inspiration from that and, and wrote that song. <sighs> and a, a lovely song it is as well. Thank you. A, a, Thank a you. lovely song it is. Just while everyone's collapsing with laughter. You see, you, you looked at me and gone, what an idiot, when I were laughing about peppers. And now, look <laughs> at you all, laughing. Yeah, no, a lovely song, a lovely song. It's my favourite, actually. Well, favourite of New new World. My, my old world favourite was probably uh, Evaporate, <laughs> which which you now loathe. I don't mind Evaporate too much. Yeah. Uh, you're you're unmutual, you're not a fan of, are you? No. These are all just words, because you're never going to play them again, are you? Because I feel like the, the, thing, was, the thing with the unmutual... Uh, the thing with the unmutual is, um, <laughs> it was like it was a bit. Uh, see, I back in the day, I were in like a pop punk band. Right, okay. We used to play like sort of Blink One Eight Two Wannabe music, basically. Was that uh, Sludge? Oh no, that was a different one. No, Voice of Brain. Oh, called. that's it. Yeah, Voice. So of Brain. there was this transitional period where, from leaving Voice of Brain and then like getting into other music, but there was still. I I almost think that like with the unmutual, there was still a bit of that Voice of Brain clinging onto me back a bit. You know, like influencing me songs. So that's sort of why I drew a line under that. I think stylistically, I changed a lot. Um, do you play with your band? No, do you play just you, just me. Yeah. Well, back yeah. in the day, they were Crofts and Pietnik, but you know, one gig, one gig only, this. one gig wonder. Should we, should we do a, an anniversary gig? <laughs> <laughs> what at uh, Millennium Gardens? <laughs> Absolutely, part not. of the Cornucopia Off the Shelf Festival. Yeah. Yeah, that one. I'm sure they'd be delighted now I've just publicly slagged them off on air. I was just going to say, they probably won't like that. Well, there's loads of bands getting back together now. It's, it's kind of a thing, isn't it? Y- yeah, they did more than one gig, though, before they split up. <laughs> so there was more, a de- more of a demand for it, really. 
Where, Did, yeah. Was it a split up or was someone pushed? I'm going to ask. I'm going to ask the real questions it here. It was more just uh, just things going on, wasn't it? We just didn't have time to, you know. Yeah. Okay, so we tried it. We felt like it weren't really. The thing is, you're. I think you were more passionate about it than I was. So you were like, "That's terrible. I'm never doing it again." <laughs> and I was like, "Hey, it's all right. We'll just do another one." No. But the good th- <laughs> the good thing was, I just spent outed three- me on radio. That's that. That's great. <laughs> Well, <laughs> break, breaking news. <laughs> Your girlfriend's up there. Um, no, um, not that outed, obviously. Um, I, I, I thought it was, a, you know, you've asked the question there, Paul. I just spent 300 quid on a new guitar, which is just gathering dust now. So. Yeah, but you shouldn't look at it that way. You know, no, it looks lovely. It looks lovely. It's the gift that say, keeps yeah. on giving. Mm, yeah. <laughs> it's, the, it's the ornament that keeps getting dustier. <laughs> if you've got an outlet. Most people haven't got this outlet. You could have a whole hour dedicated to oh, your solo. The um the the thing with that, Paul, um and yeah, it's a lovely idea, but the thing is I'm not very good. I can I can sing, I've got a good voice. From what I remember you were alright. From what I remember you were okay, <laughs> you're strong, you know. Oh, it's that echo again. I know, it's strange, this, isn't it? The it speed of sound of this room. The speed of sound in the Sheffield Live studio is is Weird. Um, yeah, no, I can I can sing and I can play guitar a bit, but doing them both, it goes badly. It goes south. Mm, well, when you say you can sing, <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you're all okay on a karaoke. Yeah, I need I need the words. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because normally I'm I had a few beers. There's nothing wrong with that. Not knowing the words. <laughs> nothing yeah. wrong with that. A big advocate for remembering you, aren't you? I am. Just definitely. in general. Mm. I remembered your birthday though, didn't I? I don't see other bands here giving you a card. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. They're all queuing up to get inside. Can I just say, I really like this birthday card. That's a good card, isn't it? It's got, have you tweeted it? Yes. Have you? Because yeah. Yeah. you've tweeted me looking like the back end of a Have horse. you deleted that tweet now? No. All oh, right. I don't okay. know. Can you do that? I've loved it. No, no. No, you can't, Luke, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a lovely birthday card. I was just checking to see if you'd left the price on it, but you've took it off. Are Did you it one of those people that does that? Take the price off. No, looks to see how much it costs somebody to get you something. No, but I always, I always find it's a bit of a faux pas when you leave the price on because, like, oh, am I only worth thirty nine pence? You know, no, that's, that's only what that, you think. Did, did it cost thirty nine pence? Did it, did let it, me tell you. Did it have a cellophane wrap on it? Did I? All it's a be- proper hallmark all the, card. All the, all the best ones do, I have to say. Yeah, yeah, lovely. Full well, price when, as well. Not when it comes price, to gifting things, it's it's the thought that counts, isn't it? Which is why I thought about getting you a present, Luke, and didn't. All <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> well, that, I suppose that's fair because I didn't get you one either. Is this when you both go? Are no, th- we kidding? Here you go. And no, Luke definitely not. No definitely not. I ain't got you anything. Oh, what's what you lost now, Luke? I've got, I've got you an, a, a cable that I don't know what it is. Oh wow! Yeah. Uh, just a single white. Orcs cable. Is that great. what it is, Orcs? Yeah. I, 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 I thought it was AUX, but whatever. Um, Dan, do you remember when we did uh, when we did uh, Christmas on uh, on the old show? Uh, what do you mean? What, uh, do you mean we did a show at Christmas? <laughs> yeah, let me rephrase that. We did a show at Christmas and gave each other gifts. I'm going to be honest. I don't remember anything <laughs> about that show. All the gifts that were received. <laughs> In that case, forget it. What did you give me, Luke? Um, I gave you a fish um, tooth toothbrush holder, and I still use it to this very day. Well, you actually said I don't want that, so I took it back with me. But 
<laughs> you, you really can't remember, can you? I can't remember um, at all now. The, the, it was fundamentally flawed because the holes were actually too small for most conventional sized toothbrushes. Oh, what a shame. It's a real shame. I think you brought me... Uh, Can I just say I now use an Oral-B uh, with the oscillating head? So do I. Classic. <laughs> um, yeah, I think you brought me a, a, a three-pin plug adapter. Well, they're always useful. I, st- I use it to this day for the toothbrush, actually. Yeah. The irony. So what... Um, Right. Oh, well, I'm, I'm glad you got some use out of it. It's a, it's a functional and practical. Needless to say, John Hemingham brought me nothing because he didn't have anything in the glove box that he could gift in his massive Mercedes. I thought Mercedes. you a copy of his book, Playing with England. No, that was before. Oh, and he's, right. Isn't he the uh, brass band man? Yes. Yes. Um, it, yeah. He um, he plays the bugle, not the trumpet, as many people get confused. Um, yeah, he's part of the England band. sounds like a bugle, does it? On well, it's funny because um, our good friend John Hemingham was actually being slagged off by two of the three of us. Not, I'm not me. Shall we guess? <laughs> yeah, it was James and Well, he's uh, not guessing now because you just Dan. said it, weren't you? Yeah. Yeah, it rules it out, really. Yeah. I just think, you know, I think the best place for the uh, Sheffield Wednesday and England band would be. I don't think you should say, but say it anyway. Guantanamo Bay. You know, let's think of the information they'd get out. I mean, I know they play death metal. Play a few... You'd have Al-Qaeda, ISIS spilling every bit of information you wanted. <laughs> nah, Trump's there. You've got more chance, haven't you? Then you will get signed. <sighs> I've, I... What's everybody doing for Christmas? <laughs> I've, what's, 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 I've what? done all my Christmas shopping, by the way. I've unwrapped it all. What's the squeak got in store for us at Christmas? Um, well, Christmas Day is on a Sunday this year, so we'll be early, won't we? Yes, yes, we will. We will be early. Will we? We'll, yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, okay. We'll, we'll have, I think, well, I don't know. There's nothing like planning on air. In all honesty, um, there's nothing planned at the minute. But then again, there's nothing planned for any show. So no. It's not unusual. Uh, to quote Tom Jones. But um, the thing is... The th- <laughs> All right, Meg, thanks for that. I got one laugh. I uh, can't even hear her. Honestly, she did laugh. Um, <laughs> the, uh, the, the the Christmas and New Year falls on the on the Sundays, so right. I'd, 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 I'd guess we're just not going to do it. I would guess so. About yeah. a week I, before. I'm not oh, yeah, we'll do the week before. Do the Christmas show the week before. 18th. Yeah, yeah. 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 So, yeah, still nothing don't planned. Wanna, don't want to plan you. No, right, still, right, probably yeah, do so. it week before. And have some kind of like. See, I mean, normally you'd just say we, you know, it's top secret. We can't, we can't divulge. But we've just been honest and said nothing. Yeah, nothing. So planned. the Christmas special will be the 18th. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's and, the most planning special. you've ever done for this show. Probably, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I only know because uh, you get an extra day off in the week because the bank holiday falls on the following. Anyway, whatever. Um, should we have another song, James? It's yes. Pick, pick of the pick of the uh, hosts. Yes. We're not going to get through all these, are we? In the next. 50 minutes Absolutely not, no But never mind Well we do if we just don't talk anymore No, let's, let's Yeah, forget just, that Yeah um, but All the, good, the, the, the listeners would probably enjoy that more I was going to say The good thing is The listeners don't know That we've got all these songs lined up So we could have just played it by ear But now they do Oh well So apologies to the bands that don't know That they're going to get played But you won't be played But you don't know you are So it doesn't matter But this one is one of your picks Which was also one of my picks So Is it not Ashes? It is I'm good at guessing today. Yeah. Is it? Um, oh, it's got to be Goose. Indeed. Ah, oh. is it the live version? No, recorded. Glad I asked. 
Oh dear. It's Sheffield Live 93.2 FM, The Squeak. Keep your tweets coming in at The Squeak. This is Goose.
Goose. Goose. Uh, well, you just you've not got the hang of these buttons yet, have you? It's because the um the the lovely paper from the milk tray was covering the desk. Yeah. Now Paul Fletcher's gone. Thanks for coming, Paul. Yeah. Thanks, um, Paul. Uh, I meant now to get he's a gone. Pic- we've opened the chocolates that he kindly brought for us. <laughs> um, what I don't know what to say. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. Cho- I like chocolates. Yeah, they are nice. Oh, I don't like this one. <laughs> Which one did he get? It's solid. Is it that oh. toffee one? Oh, yeah. Salted caramel. Oh, yeah. No, it's new salted caramel. I'm, str- I'm struggling. struggling. So, yeah, so mm. you, uh, you're you mm. not a fan of that one? No, it's too chewy. <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> I've got bad teeth. Mm. Which doesn't help. Um, mm. So, Dan. Yes. What gigs have you got coming up, mate? I have got no gigs planned, and I'll tell you why. Because I haven't, I ain't booked in it. If I'm honest. <laughs> no, we're going to be like some fundamental reason. I'll tell you why. I just haven't booked any. Well, I, 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 I didn't really want to say this on air, but I'm going to. You know what? I don't care. Um, I ha- have a bit of an audition going on this Thursday. I know that's why we got you on. I thought you were going to tell us about it. Yeah. Well, yes. So, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not getting carried away. Uh, is this for a film or a play or a TV show or, I'm on or the, just music? Well, I'm on this casting agency called Star Now. I've been on it for years. Mm-hmm. I actually paid to be on it. And I speculatively applied for this thing and it was basically called, the the, uh, the application was called Record Deals Available UK. All right. So I applied, sent them all my press pack and stuff. This guy called Ian got in touch and he's uh, he, he was asking me sort of what days would be best for, for an audition. He said, they're running from this date to this date. And I said, oh, well, Thursdays, because I'm not working. And to my amazement and joy, the audition's held in Sheffield. And there's artists coming over from around the country to right. audition. And it's at the Foundry Studios, which your last mm. guest was just... Uh, yeah, Paul just pointed you in the right direction, didn't he? He did. So, yeah, I, w- I was going to have a little recce and find It's that. meant to be. So, you know, hopefully, something good could come around. If it doesn't, you know, it's, it's, probably, it's one of potentially many setbacks down the road of, you know... Um, life. Do life, exactly, yeah. But yeah, it's exciting, you know what I mean? I'll go there and get a good shot, see what happens. And uh, But as regards gigs, I, I do need to sort of get on it a bit again. I've, uh, I think, I mean, what just to reflect on what you were saying earlier, James, about oversaturating, I feel like I got to a point where I'd played quite a lot of sort of meaningless gigs around Sheffield and West Street. Mm. I'd played Maid of Ale, I'd played West Street Live, I'd played Green Room, you know. Um and I felt I sort of got into a bit of a rut there, just doing it and and playing the same material. Yeah. So now I'm in a position where you know I, I can be I'm I'm you know building up the material again. Ideally, I'd like to have you know four or five new songs for the set and uh, and then sort of get that going. Sounds again. like you're going the right way to get there. Yeah. Yeah. So you went to all the uh, quality establishments with the quality toilets. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, West West Street Live, I were actually a bit dubious about. I thought, oh. This isn't going to be great, but the sound, they've got a really good uh, PA and, and yes. sound guy on there. I really could hear myself all through monitors. So it's just that I was supporting a death metal act. So <laughs> they again, like to mix again, it up. again, you know, it's uh, it's it's fine in your audience, isn't it? <laughs> I do know the sound men that work at there, they are really good. I'll tell you what, though, the, 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 the band who was who I was supporting were really, really nice and they were, they were you know, really supportive and they seemed to really enjoy it. It just shows you, doesn't it? You know, there's. Even when you you're playing in a, a totally different genre, I feel like sort of um, music is something that brings people together, regardless. And you know, 
you, no one's defined by one particular. Yeah, you might play in a metal band, but it doesn't mean that's what you strictly yeah. listen to. So yeah, sure. it's you know, it was nice. It was uh, it was nice because I was expecting you know that to be a bit bit of a strange environment, but it, you know, I felt really welcomed there. Well, what James alluded to, which so we asked you about the worst, best, and the worst gig last time you were on. Which has the which gig has had the worst toilets? Well, I think to be honest, I think all public toilets are bad. Um, West Street Live was pretty bad, yeah. Um, but to be honest, you're gonna wherever you go, there's a coating of urine <laughs> on every seat. What I don't, I've, I never get this about. I mean, this is it's not really a great radio subject, but what what is it about toilet? What is it I about? I think we'll men? get the judges of that, Dan. What is it about men and and uh, sort of this? Think about not not lifting seats up when when the urine. I don't know. I think it's just laziness, to yeah, be honest. It is yeah. Thing is, right? I, I I don't really know any men that say that they don't do it. So who is the people that's that is who's doing it? it? And, yeah, who's and, doing it? And have this weird animal weed that Animals, goes James. everywhere. I was going to say, wh- how would you class them? Would you go full Paul Fletcher, bunch of idiots, bunch of idiots, bunch of idiots? Or I think I'd go as far as subhuman scum. If you are going to urinate on a toilet seat, you're scum in my eyes. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I, I think do. you ought to put in the stocks and have like rotten tomatoes thrown at your face. I, I think that's generous. <laughs> that's a minimum, you know what I mean? There's nothing worse than sitting down after somebody's done that. Well, I, I mean, I'm very, very vigilant now. I'll examine the area. If the lighting's poor, I'll use my external lights on the phone. Um, I'll, I'll um, equip myself with enough soap to give the the seat a good glaze and then you know just sort of like finish it off with a tissue and then <laughs> battle can then commence do you know what? I'm, I'm just gonna when it comes to editing the podcast for this right I'm just gonna slice up some of the things that Danny's said and make it sound like he's said some really dodgy things I, I, I look forward to that I used to do that when we when we did when we did the, the old one when I had you know enough time on my hands I would uh, cut the, the best bits up. You remember Carl Worth? I don't think I'll ever forget him. <laughs> Carl Worth um, does some of the shows in the week and um, he comes out with some brilliant one-liners. Unintentional, so it's, you know, it's hilarious. Mm-hmm. And um, we'd got, he used to read the events out and there was an open night uh, acoustic evening and he read it as open night autistic evening. <laughs> Honestly, just just that's an event you know, I want to go you know to. I loved about Carl the fact that you know he'd be he'd be telling us about when a gig was, and without further every time, he'd tell us, he wouldn't just tell us the time and date; he'd tell us the year. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it was so relevant that like, we were going to be some sort of confusion there. August 9th, eight pm, twenty fourteen. Brilliant. This were a couple of years ago, so yeah. but um, yeah, I, yeah, hilarious, hilarious. A good, uh, you know, a great guy though. You know, a nice character. We're, very we're, passionate. We're ni- very we're passionate nice about the studio yeah, we're, about the radio. Fun. It was fun. Mm, yeah, definitely. Uh, what's next on the plethora of artists, James Hargreaves? Well, if you skip one, curtains of radio, fantastic, and uh, it's, done. It's definitely one of your favourites. And another one which I would have chosen. Slow Readers Club. Yeah. I'm so good at this. Honestly, it's, it's, it's unbelievable how I'm guessing. You did only pick five songs, so... Well, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I remember when they played Leadmill, I said, I don't mind these. They went very good. I found myself consumed by desire Was carried along a long time 
This is Sheffield Live. <laughs> Slow Readers Club. <laughs> have you have you faded us back in right once today? No. No. Oh well. Um, yeah. So what I alluded to there when I said I don't mind these that was "Don't Mind" by Slow Readers Club. Yes. Um, met on Starkey that night at the Lead Mill gig and uh, had a picture with him. And in the middle of us was uh, Henry VIII. Not oh, literally. Yeah, in the picture, yeah, it was oh, God, a doorman, yeah. wasn't it? The doorman is gone. like a Viking. Yeah, the, the doorman's basically gone. They're not having a good picture. So he's just gone like that. Well, you can't see on the radio, but he's just... He's, <laughs> sorry, forget where I am. Just, um, just like that. Yeah. <laughs> so he's just put his his bearded face in between me and Aaron Starkey. So a, a picture which would have been brilliant was ruined by Henry VIII, man. Well, if you're going to have your photo ruined, why not have it ruined by a famous monarch? <laughs> Indeed. King and Carl. Killed all his wives. I did not all of them. No. Most of them. One of them survived. Um, She did. Because he died. Mm. Yeah. Lucky escape for a blesser. Because, you know, you can guarantee that give it a few more years, he'd have found something worthy of justifying killing her. This has gone bleak. I actually thought that we were going to get through a a show, a three hour show at that, right, without mentioning Henry VIII. Oh, death, yeah. Because we do every week, somehow, especially this year, it comes down to death. And I'd just like to point out that it wasn't me this this time. You know, when you think about death, like, you know, when you think about things that happened that long ago, though, I almost think it's a bit pantomime. I know it sounds a bit weird, but I can't, I can't, you know what I mean? Because there's there's no photos and everything's depicted by paintings that you don't, I can't, you know, I can't comprehend that it was real, even though I know it was. No, I I completely understand where you're coming from with that. It's not our lifetime. It's not tangible to us. No. Instead, what we get to do is pay four hundred million pounds for the Queen's Palace to be done up instead. Oh, I think it's yeah. more. It's more. Um, yeah, three hundred sixty-nine million. I think. Yeah, which, which was announced, by the way, on the same day where the public chucked in forty-six million pounds for children for, for in children need. Yeah, that the government are neglecting. It's it's um, not in a Savile way. It's, uh, I said that whilst you were talking, so it could have been brushed over quite easily. <laughs> and then you stopped. It's not. It's not an ideal time to to break the news, is it? No. We're spending three hundred and sixty nine million pounds on doing Buckingham Palace up yeah. around the time that they're asking people for donations for children in need, yeah. and and forcing austerity and cuts to benefits and things like that. Is this a, is this a prelude for four and five? What's happening on the next hour, James? Just no, the, ne- a, the next hour. Yeah, Faith's going to come in, and we're going to do more, even more music, so we're just going to have uh, a big music show. Faith's chosen uh, a bunch of songs that she's liked from the last year of the squeak as well, so it's kind of just following on from this with more music. Less talking. Uh, a bit of talking, but, you know, we'll probably get through a bit more music. What's the next track you're going to do, Dan? Oh, um, by the way, we... we worked it out off air um, I said that you did a cover um, when I was talking about the gig and you did a cover of Oasis I did, why did you decide to do Oasis? I don't know I just thought I'd, I've, I've always been a big Oasis fan I, I've sort of lost touch with him it's weird because I was I was a big Oasis fan for years and then I sort of like fell out of favour with them a bit uh, maybe it was to do with all the shenanigans that went on outside the music and I just always found it a bit childish and then but recently I don't know I just sort of sort of got into it it's not I've got to say like really for me my Oasis fandom is stops after what's story in Morning Glory maybe the third album um, they, uh, they did do the two, first two albums two for albums me are the, spectacularly and then a lot of dross yeah the first album 
first two albums for me are like seminal work, mm. you know, and after that, it sort of went a bit downhill for me. They were at the odd track here, you know, here and yeah, there, yeah. but... I, I've so, always thought that Oasis's B-sides and... The B-sides They were always better than what they... Yeah, yeah, well, especially and, like the Master Plan and, yeah. uh, you know, stuff like that, and, you know, Acquiesce. Yeah. yeah. Then, then they released an album of B-sides, didn't they, so... Which was they called did. the Master Plan. They did, yeah. yeah. Mm, Master Plan was good. I, d- I don't know, I just find that... What do you think to Noel Gallagher's High Flying Birds? I like some. I like some of the tracks. Meg played me a track, actually, that I wouldn't, I'd not heard for a while. and oh, I'd actually not heard at all, and um, I really liked it. I was surprised, actually, because I'd not given them much much of a chance. I'd not listened to much of the stuff. Mm. I think Noel Gallagher's a great songwriter, you know what I mean? Mm. I think uh, he, he's he's got a real knack uh, of putting together these simple songs, like, you know, very open space and good chords and good structure yeah he was definitely the talent in Oasis well, the, to- the total driving force I'm also Oasis, tempted yeah. to say that he was the better vocalist as well um, mm. I, d- I don't know about that I mean I think I think yes definitely some of the songs you couldn't imagine Liam singing them mm. but I think well he did he did an interview didn't he and he said eventually Liam just ended up shouting yeah at which point I just sort of tuned him out and started amassing money pretty much <laughs> it's, it's interesting actually because I, I saw a clip recently and it was um, the original uh, actual studio recording of Champagne Supernova and Liam did it in one take and it shows you the footage and you do get a bit of hairs standing yeah. on the back of your, you know, on your arm because it, it was just that unreal he just did it and they just, it was like one take he did it and it was, was that in the like, new movie so it may be I've yet. just seen a clip I haven't yeah. seen Supersonic either yet but I've, I saw a clip of that and um it was a bit like, wow, you know what I mean? He just walked into the studio, but he had so much confidence, didn't he? You know? mm. Oh, perfect front man. Oh, yeah, you know what I mean? That'll be all the yeah. drugs. Perhaps, perhaps, who's to, who's to say? Allegedly. Do you want to do another one for his then, Dan? Yeah, sure. Which one's it going to be? I'm going to do a stone's throw. Postcode Wars. Indeed. <laughs> it's Danny Pietnik, again. Every time I close my eyes Same old streets of rubble Drenched in the stain of trouble I walk down these haunts That I've walked down all my life No need for reflection Just dead-end roads and wasted memory If you cry yourself to sleep at night Well, you're not the only one That I live with till I die I can't evade this tension Afraid to even mention Caught in the traps that were set Before I knew Hanging by a thread now And if it snaps then So does everyone 
And if you cry yourself to sleep at night Well, you're not the only one Stones Throw. Have you reworked that one slightly? I have, yeah. Um, I've tried to make it a little bit more rhythmic because I think before it was it, it, it was a bit sort of um, solitary with the... Um, I did like a sort of a single-fingered thing and I, I just thought it had a bit more oomph to it with playing chords, a bit more dynamic. Mm, lovely. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's another two hours... Well, it, well, it's two hours... Is it two hours next week, James? Extended. You might need to feed me up. No. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, you weren't even playing a CD, and you still didn't fade me in right. <laughs> um, next week, yeah, two. We can do three hours next week if we, if we felt like it. We we like to plan in the week <laughs> before the show, just because. It's all DJ skis on holiday, isn't he? He is. Uh, can yeah. we? Well, yeah, we can now. We couldn't say because he was taking his um, better half. Yeah, it was a surprise for. Yeah, so uh, anyway, like. On well, I, I sort of which you generally did. did you, well, you can't hold your own water. Well, I didn't. Yeah, well, anyway, <laughs> so we can say now that he's gone to Thailand with his wife because. Yeah, um, have you seen the pictures? It's been posted pictures on no, Facebook. No, I have so not. Are they looks, um, uh, are they wonderful pictures? Yeah, it looks like a really nice holiday that they're on. I was slightly jealous. All yeah, right. Oh well, we get to do extra talking. Yeah. In on the radio. Yeah. So if you normally would have tuned in at this time for DJ Ski's show, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry, but this has happened. Yes. You won't hear the same music over and over again um, at the start of the show, anyway. Um, and you won't you won't be able to text. Well, you can text DJ Ski if you want. Yeah. Do it. Yeah. Do you want his number? Let's. <laughs> and uh, just in case you do listen to DJ Ski and you still don't know what channel Sheffield Live TV is on. It's eight for Freeview and one five nine for Virgin Media because he doesn't tell you. Can I just ask? Yes. Does DJ Ski in any way involve himself in alpine activities? <laughs> Which is actually something we asked him. The very yeah, we first did. Time we we did. And and uh, well, you you asked that, James, and then I said, "Do you like you know?" The trouble is when you ask him questions like that, it, it can can be a bit of a slippery slope. <laughs> that snow joke. <laughs> Yeah. I'm sure your eyes cool about the whole thing anyway. It's getting a bit flaky now. Oh, God. I asked him if he likes ski yoghurts, which now seems a lot funnier after you've gone through all that rigmarole. <laughs> right. Did it, does he like ski yoghurts? No. No, he hates them. He also hates, hates Christmas. Yeah, hates... He, he swear word hates Christmas and uh, doesn't partake in mince pies either. Does, does he ski? No. 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 Well, I mean, he does right, I know, because obviously, you know, round here, if you want to ski, you can't go to ski village anymore, can you? It's just a derelict wasteland. Well, it burnt down, didn't it? It did burn down, yeah, and then uh, I think, but Several I think now, I think now someone's trying to, like, get it back to, sort but, of, yeah, get it back to its former glory. Isn't it sad, though? Like, I mean, I think we should all push, even though I've got no real interest in skiing, I think we should all push for the ski village to sort of be, to get it back to its former glory. Because I think it was something about Sheffield that was quite iconic in a way. It was, and, and 
at the last Winter Olympics, uh, all the gold medalists used to train at the Sheffield Ski Village. There you go, and I think that was brilliant. You know yeah, what I mean? for, for like those skiing things, not all the gold medalists. That would be just mm. strange. Sorry, I know we went on a bit of a tangent there. I mean, yeah, so... Like the DJ ski. So originally, yeah, I was saying that we're going to do an extended show next week, um, and Carlton Maloney himself formerly of Carmeloni Presence fame, um, will be joining us. Yeah. So stay, you know, stay with us for that one. Um, we'll be back next week at some time. Does Carmeloni have Italian uh, sort of ancestry? No, he's from Mailing Bridge. <laughs> right. It's just with a name like Maloney, you can imagine him like sort of being in a part of a Sicilian family. Yeah. Um, he's got an Uncle Bugs, um, but yeah, that's that's not something no, we can go not, into. Nothing else can be said more about Uncle Bugs. It's not. It's not Bugsy Malone. It's Bugsy. It, whatever. Can't. Can't be bothered to remember it. What, what is it? Bugsy Malone or Bugs Maloney? That's it. It's Bugsy Malone. Pretty sure. I wish I'd not ventured. <laughs> Has he really got an uncle Bugs? <laughs> I, I thought you, you were being serious. Can, can no. anybody please tell me what's happening? I don't know what's happening, James. <laughs> I, wish I, tell you. I think we're gonna have another song, aren't we? Yeah. From, do, from do our favorite, top of the pitch. Skip that to eleven. All the way to eleven. All the way. It's it's there ready. Because we've been talking about it, we may as well play some Carl Maloney, aren't we? Not Seven Hills Band. Yes. Wow. There you go. Quality. Seamless. It's where together. And it's long. Is there's a place in heaven?
Seven Hills Band. Now, um, Carl Maloney's tweeted us in of uh, former Seven Hills Band fame, former Carl Maloney Presents fame, and now Rate Good Music. Yeah. Moderate fame. Uh, literally just tuned in after taking my mum out for dindins. I'm off out to visit Uncle Bugs in a bit. <laughs> Uncle Bugs. Um... <laughs> Yeah, well, I was so, just, I was just going to say, shall we do a recap for Carl? But basically, Carl, it's it's just been a farce. Yeah, Luke, ju- Luke's coming, still drunk from last night. And, well, well uh, yeah, yeah. Um, to be it, honest, Danny Danny Pietnik has been the glue that's held the show together. Yes, with his with his funny funny things. I am yeah. life solvent. What can I say? <laughs> <laughs> it's time for the Squeak Weekly Quiz. The Squeakly Quiz. Or oh, um, squiz. Or oh, squiz, yeah. Um, now, Dan, I should say that James has never lost a quiz. Because I'm great. Okay. Can I, I can't, I'm guessing I can't Google for answers, no? No, that's cheating. Okay. Can I confer with Meg? That's also cheating. Yeah, but Me- she's Meg got- said that she's really good at quizzes, so she should join in. Okay, yeah, can do if you want. Can Meg, Meg, right, Meg's on my team then, yeah? Uh, yeah, that's fair, yeah, two okay. against one. Right. Um, so, he's, yeah, he's, he's never lost a quiz, so it's only fair. Round one is geography. My Yeah, I'm terrible at geography. Um, how many oceans are there on Earth? Is you're, it, you're asking me, right? Well, I'm asking both of you. Oh, right, okay. So the options are five, six, or seven? Seven. James is going with seven. Daniel Pietnik. He's counting a minute. He's counting, yeah. We've got, we should tell you what he's doing, because he's not speaking. He's thinking. Right, I don't know, so I'm also going to mirror <laughs> James's answer and also say seven. Good tactic. Unfortunately, it's five, so you're both wrong. <laughs> Damn you. So, number two. a double bluff. Question number two. On which coast of Africa would you find Somalia? And the options are north, south, east, or west. Does it have a north coast? Well, I suppose it does. Yeah. Everywhere has a north, James. No, north coast. <laughs> like, I'm going to say east. Uh, I'm going to say west. Hmm. It's actually east. Yes, that, that, I just said that on Meg's um, answer, so I've got to totally credit her for that. Okay, 1 0 to Danny and Meg. What is the capital of Chile? Is it Lima? What? C. Oh, very good, yeah. <laughs> another laugh Another laugh from Meg there. A bigger laugh, actually. I'm not happy. Um, Lima, Bogota, or Santiago? I'm going to say Santiago. I don't think Meg would have said that, but it's too late. I've got to take your first answer, unfortunately. <laughs> I'm going to say... I'd go for one of the other two, James. Uh, yeah. And it's actually Santiago. <laughs> so, well, 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 good tactics there, Meg, because you knew that Danny had got the right answer, but went, no, don't say that, and then James went for something else. Yeah, Unbelievable. It's 2-0. No, I'm to... pretty sure about that one, so I had to just override Meg. So I'm sure I didn't want to do that. <laughs> yeah, you, you, you sounded sure, yeah. Um, which of these cities... You know, now, you should all get this. Both, all, whatever. Which of these cities is furthest north? Aberdeen in Scotland, Hamburg in Germany, or Moscow in Russia? Moscow. Dan is thinking. I'm going to say Moscow. No, you, you've, you've, oh, you've. I fell into the copy and trap. Again. Scotland, Scotland. I just thought, for some reason, I just thought Moscow I've, I've might actually, have been higher. Nah, I've, I've actually, I'm going to dispute this, and I will find your link with it. That All I've right. Read recently. Well, Aberdeen has a latitude of 57 degrees 15 north. Um, next comes Moscow with 55, 45, and then Hamburg after that. Do you so. know the map that we use isn't accurate? No, that's a genuine fact. Well, d- you've got it wrong, James, so let's just move on. <laughs> <laughs> so it's 2 0 to Danny still. Um, question number five in the last question of geography round What is Constantinople's modern day name? Istanbul. The options are Istanbul, <laughs> Cairo, or Tripoli. Uh, Istanbul. It's correct, so it's 3 1. Uh, as we move into round two, sporting greats, 
this might be a bit better. Michael Jordan spent almost all of his career at which NBA team? Chicago Bulls, Miami Heat or LA Lakers? Even I know this. That's the Bulls, isn't it? Oh, I thought it was LA Lakers. But Danny's confirming. I, I, could, I could be wrong, I don't He's know. He's taking this quiz very seriously. He is, isn't he? It's almost like pointless. You know where they confirm they're not allowed to say anything out loud in case someone else hears? <laughs> it's like that. <laughs> I'm going to say Red Bulls. Chicago Red Bulls. Um, well, it's just Chicago Bulls. Is it? So well, Technically, I, I could disqualify you. Um, it's Chicago Bulls, which you both said. I thought it was yeah. LA Lakers, so I, I was wrong. I was confident, but wrong. So, 4-2. Who captained the England rugby team to their 2003 World Cup triumph? Was it Martin Johnson, Matt Dawson, or Johnny Wilkinson? I'm going to say Johnny Wilkinson. I was going to say Johnny Wilkinson. Oh, right. I thought it was Martin Johnson. And it is Martin Johnson, oh. so I w- at least I had the last Wrong lap. shape ball. Yeah, but it's egg chasing, so who cares? 4-2 Four t- <laughs> Four is the, is the <laughs> score still. Um, how many times did Diego Maradona win the FIFA World Cup? Zero, one or two? Or none once or twice? Argentina. Uh, Argentina was the side, yes. I'm going to say two. Okay. James Hargreaves. I'm genuinely... I think you need to go differently if you don't know, because otherwise yeah, you're not going to score any points. Uh, I'm, I'm going to go zero. It was once. Oh, so you're both wrong, so it's still 4-2. Still Who has won the most Formula One drivers' titles in history? Is it uh, Senna, Schumacher or Hamilton? Schumacher. Schumacher. It is. 5-3. Um, and question number... Oh, so that's the end of the round. That's the end of the round. So it's still 5-3. Um, round three is pot luck. So which US state is named on the front of the bottle Jack Daniels? Is it Tennessee, Nevada or Georgia? Tennessee. Tennessee. Yeah, that's an easy one, that, isn't it? Yeah. Correct. 6-4. Um, which of these novels was not written by Jane Austen? Pride and Prejudice, Emma or Wuthering Heights? Ah, oh, this is a tough one. Wuthering Heights. Emma. It's the sisters, isn't it? It's Wuthering Heights. Yes. Oh, God, Dan, you're so competitive. I thought I was bad. Well done, though. Well done. Well done, Meg. Yeah, yeah, Daddy, Danny, I'm good. Um, I've lost count. 7-4? Yeah. I'm losing. 7-4. Yeah, you're losing, James. Yeah, absolutely. Which country would you find the tallest building in the world? Is it China, the UAE, or Canada? UAE. Yeah, so I'm also going to go UAE. To be honest, Dan, if you, if you were going to be, you know, <laughs> clever, you'd just go with James's answers now, because then you'll never lose. I know, but I need to... I'm also now, you know, bit, being a bit wary of that, but I'm pretty <laughs> sure this time. <laughs> Correct, it's 8-5. Complete the name of this US sitcom. It's always sunny in Philadelphia. Philadelphia. I've never heard of it. It's really good. It's really good yeah. Apparently, it's really Donald good. Vito's in. Yes, he is. I can see. I can see his little fat face. Um, <laughs> uh, nine six to the to to the Danny Pietnik. Oh, this yeah. is a good one. What is the most common pub name in Britain? The White Hart, the King's Head, or the Red Lion? I'm going to say the Red Lion. I thought it was the Crown, but it's the Red Lion. Yeah. Oh, right, okay. So according to Pubs Galore, the top five are the Red Lion, the Crown, the Royal Oak, the White Hart, and the Railway. Well, there's two Red Lions uh, in, in Grenoside. Grenoside yeah. yeah, I used to live there. Yeah, great. Top red and bottom red, that's how we refer to them. <laughs> yep. What's the score now? Nine, six, ten, seven. seven. Ten, how many seven. questions left? Not enough. Okay. Well, well, we. I need to go get Faith, and also Danny needs to play his uh, cover version song, and we've got five minutes. Okay, in that just, case, Danny, won. you've won the quiz. Yes. <laughs> Can I just get uh, big shout-out to Meg, though, because she helped me loads on that, so yeah, I wouldn't she, be able to do it she without She won it for you, basically. She did, she? she did basically win it for me. So well done, Meg, you've, you've won the and quiz. I'll let, her, I'll let her win. Yeah, Dan let her win, yeah. <laughs> So what have we got? This is your uh, uh, cover gonna do, of... I'm going to do Ryan Adams. Um, it's sort of like a variation on one of his songs from the, its self-titled album. It's uh, called Give Me Something Good. Mm-hmm. 
tour My mind is so blank Said I'm going for a walk I got nothing else to say I can see There's a darkness on the rise I'll be waiting here Till the end of time And all my life been shaking Wanting something Holding everything I had like It was broken Give me something good Give me something good Give me something Give me something good Give me something good Plain day I didn't make a sound Holding my breath Going underground I can talk I got nothing else to say It's like there's no tomorrow Maybe yesterday And all my life been shaking Wanting something Holding everything I had like It was broken Give me something good Give me something good Give me something Give me something good Give me something good Thanks, Dan. Thank you. Thanks I, for having I, me. I struggle bringing it back in, you know, because I just don't know what to say. Because you're here. It's not like we can go, that was done. It, but, oh. <laughs> just, uh, <laughs> yeah. Get another mic thrown. <laughs> Made a bit of a pun then, bikes. So I said microphone, thrown. <laughs> like you'd thrown the mic. Yeah, seamless. Yeah, excellent. Yeah, thanks. You're welcome. Keep that one. Reuse it. <laughs> I'm going to store that one away forever. Yeah. So I guess... Uh, yeah, you, I'm glad you spoke there, because i got nothing yeah, else to say. Yeah, I thought I'd better. Yeah. Well, um, we're, we're going to go now, aren't we? We're gonna we go, are. We're going to go to the Rutland and have some Sunday dinner, because um, I've, I've not eaten enough chocolates. There's another layer under there, by the way. Yeah, I think, I think it's best that you stay away from that second layer. Mm, it is very tempting. I could eat chocolate until, like, the cows come home. When do they come home? <laughs> I, I don't know, Dan. Do you know? Well, if you don't know, I suggest you stop. <laughs> 
Yeah, indeed. Um, but no, James James and Faith are going to be on uh, in the next hour. Faith just turned up looking very glamorous for radio, of course. Because, you know, why not? I look like... Can't say it. Um, so, yeah, thanks for coming in, Dan. Um, no, thank you for having me. It's been great. Well, obviously, you're going to come back and we're going to do uh, Ryan Adams, aren't we? I'd love to come back. Yes, I'll get rehearsing. Absolutely. Fantastic. Thanks for coming in, Dan. Thank you. Uh, Cheers. Have, have you enjoyed the three hours? I have. It's been really fun. It's, it's flown by, great. actually, hasn't it? Yeah. It always does fly. I'm, I always uh, I always say that when you're in here, it just seems to go really quick.